If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Uh, Wani has says, good morning, Sabi. How do I get to watch the show again? Please, the show, go on to the Joy FM Facebook page. Joy 99.7 FM on Facebook. Uh, you'll see the stream. You can also watch it later on. YouTube and, too, uh, live. Also on YouTube, just go and search for the Weekend City Show on Joy FM. You find uh, all the past episodes you can catch on. You can actually binge on them as well. Yeah. Are you binging any, on anything this weekend? Oh, Sabi, it is a great. It is a great. It is a great. Okay. okay. Uh, Mr. E.C. says he's inviting all of us to October 1st at Labadi this evening. So, yes. Shouts this, to... This evening, October. Eh? No, next week. Next week. <laughs> I said October 1st this evening. All right. Okay. So, we head there. October 1st. All right. So, a big thank you to the entire team. Shouts to Abu. Shouts to uh, Victor Brachi in the UK. Shouts to Sule. Sammy, uh, uh, I'm out on social media as well. Uh, there's a new guy on social media. Uh, uh, the name? Philip. Philip. Shouts to Philip as well. And and your man. Your man in the UK. UK uh, uh, okay. Dennis. Dennis. Dennis, yes, Dennis. Sammy, let me greet. My... No, 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 no. You can't greet. You can't we are done. <laughs> okay. You won't make a coming test. Thank you very much. We can see the show returns next week, Saturday. Enjoy your day. We're going for news file. Your solid partner. Ghana's most useful app. Hubcell is everything you. Visit the St. Thomas Eye Hospital and get advice on which treatment works best for you. Fernard Ghana. Think wood. Think Fernard. Good morning and welcome to Newsfile. This is your most authoritative news analysis platform. And here on Newsfile, we put Ghana first. It is an existential threat. Galamse. Everyone, including experts and the president, know and say this is what it is an existential threat the fear of mass extinction is real because of the devastation of galamse cocoa a crop that sustains your economy is threatened the world's second largest producer of cocoa is set to make its smallest harvest in 12 years. And those who buy our cocoa may just reject what we produce because Galamse is poisoning it with chemicals, mercury. It's not only destroying your arable land and forest cover, life in the water is dying it is poisoning your food and your water 
and causing disease that is killing. The water whose price you complain about as rising beyond your pockets is threatened and you have been told that you will soon have to buy water that is imported to drink. Think about these and get ready to take action if you believe that the political leadership have failed or are failing by continuing to talk, talk, talk and do less. Even your chiefs who always are quick to remind you that they are the landlords are now giving up and giving excuses. But as it is said, they are complicit. We'll be right back to deal with the Vex Martis. I'm Samson Ladi Anyanini. Right, oh. Why you be vampire when you know they like sunlight? Oh my guy, my eyes, oh my eyes behind the PC problem, oh. in the sun problem. Come on, light bulb self. This no matter. Eh? I bear go Robert and Sons. Mm. Oh yeah, the magic to him I know correct. Where Robert and Sons sort them out sharp. Now so so stylish frames in the wrong. <laughs> we go go Robert <laughs> and Sons right here. No, I was sitting inside proper. For over 25 years, Robert and Sons continues to provide specialist eye care for both adults and children. Locate us at Adabaka, Adenta, Kumasi, Usudangwa, Tema, Weja, and East Legon. Call 050-151-9111. Robert and Sons, seeing is believing. Since inception, almost 100% of Ashesi University students have found jobs, started businesses, or gone on to graduate school within six months of graduation. From Accra to Nairobi, London to New York, Ashesi graduates are noticed and they are leading successful careers. If you dream of a rewarding life and career, an Ashesi education prepares you for just that. Learn more about applying to Ashesi at www.ashesi.edu.gh. Remember, admission is ongoing. Kids, it's Singapore time. Yeah! Hundreds of motivated students from across the world will converge in Singapore from the 1st to the 10th of December 2022 for the annual Steam Ahead and Yala Camp. Join this exciting edutainment camp for students from 12 to 15 years interested in STEM, arts, and leadership. Camp activities include Disneyland Adventures, robotics and leadership training. Registration deadline is October 30, 2022. Parents and heads of schools, please go to www.ghanaolympiadacademy.com or call 0570-898-762 for more details. It's Singapore time. Welcome on board, kids. Hannah and Paul have asked their family and friends to join them here today to reaffirm their wedding vows since the first time. Hannah, Paul. 
You're the tenant of my heart, often behind in the rent, but impossible to evict. Ten years. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't do it any different. Your car breaking down, the lift, meeting you at Alta Chill, and from then on, one chill leading to the other. I have changed my car six times since. But never my air conditioner's dullness, nor you, my wife. <laughs> For expert craftsmanship and impeccable after-sale service, Auto Chill has it all. Auto Chill is located at Lati Junction next to the Washington Bay. Telephone 0243-474-788 or 0244-365-447. Auto Chill. Stay chilled. Hi, my name is Nanama McBrown, and I want to encourage you to dial star 165 hash on MTN to join the My Way family. My Way provides you and a selected family member a cover against death. As a policyholder, you will also have a cover against total permanent disability and hospitalization should you be hospitalized for more than two nights. Dial star once it's five hash and join the family. Send you my way. Cause no way. My way is a product of my life and empty and momo. Terms and conditions apply. With you, we are now one of the largest banks in Ghana and we are ready to partner and work with you. CBG, we stand with you. I am 15 years old and I'm from Sweden. I speak on behalf of climate justice now. Many people say that Sweden is just a small country 
and it doesn't matter what we do. But I've learned that you are never too small to make a difference. And if a few children can get headlines all over the world just by not going to school, then imagine what we could all do together if we really wanted to. But to do that, we have to speak clearly, no matter how uncomfortable that may be. You only speak of green, eternal economic growth because you are too scared of being unpopular. You only talk about moving forward with the same bad ideas that got us into this mess, even when the only sensible thing to do is pull the emergency brake. You are not mature enough to tell it like it is. Even that burden you leave to us children. But I don't care about being popular. I care about climate justice and a living planet. Our civilization is being sacrificed for the opportunity of a very small number of people to continue making enormous amounts of money. Our biosphere is being sacrificed so that rich people in countries like mine can live in luxury. It is the sufferings of the many which pay for the luxuries of the few. The year 2078, I will celebrate my 75th birthday. If I have children, maybe they will spend that day with me. Maybe they will ask me about you. Maybe they will ask why you didn't do anything while there still was time to act. You say you love your children above all else, and yet you are stealing their future in front of their very eyes. Until you start focusing on what needs to be done, rather than what is politically possible, there is no hope. We cannot solve a crisis without treating it as a crisis. We need to keep the fossil fuels in the ground, and we need to focus on equity. And if solutions within this system are so impossible to find, then maybe we should change the system itself. We have not come here to beg world leaders to care. You have ignored us in the past and you will ignore us again. We have run out of excuses and we are running out of time. We have come here to let you know that change is coming, whether you like it or not. The real power belongs to the people. Thank you. And it obviously does appear we have run out of excuses. Those to whom we have given the power and the mandate to fix the problem continue to tell us about the problem rather than taking action to give us the solution. I will be opening the phone lines at a certain point. So if you are particularly in a mining community in this country, get ready, get yourselves together, and call us. We want to know what the situation is where you are. Of course, we do know. 
Our reporters have come around, the Rastos, Asari Donko, and the rest of them. Oheming Tewia, they've come around and they've shown us the pictures of the devastation that is going on within your backyard. Most of which you are also involved. Now, like uh, Greta uh, Thunberg, the Swedish climate activist, has said, even children can make a difference. Ask yourself, how old are you? She was, is it 15 when she was giving this speech? How old are you and what role are you playing? So this is my take this morning. You have a role to play. Don't wait for those who have failed you and continue to look up to them for the solution. She said, we have to speak clearly however uncomfortable it will be to speak. Call us. If you know some chief around your community who are involved, and we have some of those footages who are involved, you are trying to get attention and get your people together to act, and these chiefs are preventing you. Of course, the police have arrested uh, one of them and their family for behaving in this way and putting the lives of many and the future at risk. Tell us about them. Expose them. Let the whole world know about them. That they are not worthy to call themselves your chiefs. And for those who are lying to you that they have practically no role to play because the concessions are given in Accra, tell them to their face that they are lies and they ought to be told that that's what they are doing. And they are not helping anybody. She says that the, the, the people who are supposed to do their job are not matured enough to tell it, tell it as it is. They are diplomatic about it. And they leave the burden of telling things as it is to children. So please ask yourself, how old are you? You can do better. It is the suffering of the many which pay for the luxuries of the few, the people getting rich. And in this community, we have seen some of them. They are so filthy rich, they don't know what to do with their wealth. And they parade themselves on television, radio, everywhere, telling us phantom stories, telling us clearly how they do not know what to do with the wealth that they have made out of gold. She says, they are stealing your future before your very eyes. And we need you to pay attention to that. If they cannot solve the crisis, call it a crisis. You must treat it as a crisis so we can get the solution. And if the solution is impossible to find, then the system itself has to change. I'll open the phone lines for you to call at an appropriate time. I'll announce that. Just get ready if you are in particularly a mining community in this country. Tell us what you see and what is happening to your community. Thank you very much. Now let me introduce my guest for this morning's discussion. And here in the studio we have George Mreko Duka, who is MP Takwa Insoim and Deputy Minister Lands and Natural Resources. 
Professor Kwesi is joining us via Zoom. He is visiting Claude, uh, Claude Ake, is it chair, uh, Nordic Africa Institute. Um, Prof, you helped me with getting this correctly. Uh, University of Sweden and Godwin Ama, a general secretary, Ghana National Association of Small Scale Miners. Professor Gladys Nyako Ansam is co-principal investigator, University of York, University of Ghana Galamsey research team. She's the one who told us a story about three weeks ago or four ago on the show when we dedicated the show once again to Galamsey about how farmers were buying sachet water to take to their farm to mix their chemicals for what they needed to do. That has been confirmed by many people in the farms where Galamse is going on. Dr. Bright Opong Afum, a senior lecturer, Mining Engineering Department, University of Mines and Technology, UMAT, Takwa. Here in the studio, Martin Pebu. He is a rights activist. He is a lawyer. Dr. Kenneth Ashigbe, convener. Media Coalition Against Galamse. They began this whole conversation many years ago, uh, 2016 and 17, more particularly, and got this government to change its plan about how to fight Galamse um, to take on the fight the way it uh, began to do and has been doing. Thank you all, gentlemen, for making time and lady for making time to join us on Newsfile this morning. Thank you. Great. Right. Um, so as you are clearly aware, there have been some meetings in the course of this week. Um, the president uh, felt it necessary to meet with uh, chiefs and at the National House of Chiefs to have some deliberation over what to do in the present circumstances. I believe that it may be important to listen to uh, the president and what came out of that meeting. My representatives in each of your metropolises, municipalities, and districts are the representatives of the president. It cannot be that the president at the national level is waging a war against Galamse and you at the local level, my representatives are compromising that fight. That cannot work. I'm not here to threaten anybody. But I want you to know that this is a struggle that I take very seriously. And I will not be in a position to protect anybody against whom evidence is masked about their complicity in this matter. What happens in Ghana is that there are accusations are made against people in, 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 on blah, in grow, you know, MMDC. I don't operate with that. I don't operate with rumors. I'm a lawyer. So I'll always be dealing with facts. When the facts are brought, you will be invited to comment on it. Your colleague in Busomifrel, there been public accusations about his involvement. He's been summoned by the Minister for Local Government to come and answer. Unfortunately, 
for him and has coincided with the death of his wife. And apparently tomorrow is the first week, the, the one-week celebration. So he has not been able to respond. But when the one-week celebration is over, he will have to respond. And depending on the quality of his response, we will decide what the future holds for him. But that is the process that we're going to apply to anybody against whom allegations are made. An opportunity will be given to you to respond. If the response is not satisfactory, you can guess for yourself what the consequences Right. So the president has been sending uh, some of those um, around. But there are those who feel that we have, we have gone beyond this point and the president is only interested in giving excuses. And for where we have gotten to, there is too much evidence requiring him to act upon them rather than continue to talk and suggest that there's no evidence of what is going on. One of those who believe that things are not going correct and the president needs to admit and begin to check what he's doing is the NDC's Sami Jemfi speaking on behalf of the party and making a number of demands. And also Martin Pebu, who is right here in the studio, he spoke on the Super Morning Show. So let's listen to them. We demand the following urgent and concrete actions from you if you want Ghanaians to take you seriously. Number one, we demand the immediate prosecution of all government functionaries and MPP officials who have engaged in illegal mining, such as Charles Bissu, Chama Wuntumi, the evidence is clear, the Minerals Commission, your own Minister for Lands and Natural Resources say Chama Wuntumi is doing galamse in the town of Nimri Forest Reserve. You don't need any other evidence before you can prosecute him. And Yowusu, Ekuwa Wusi, Professor Frimpon Boateng, among others. This will be the first step to your redemption and serve as a deterrent to other people within your government and party. You need to send a clear signal to Ghanaians that anyone caught in Galamse will be dealt with without fear or favor, regardless of their party colors. Number two, Mr. President, we demand that all the so-called illegal mining companies, like the Akonta Mining Company, which belongs to Chamawun to me, the Heritage Imperial Mining Company, which belongs to Mr. Donald Enshia, a known financier of the MPP, who have invaded forest reserves without any mining leases or permits, must be closed down and prosecuted. The assets of these companies must be confiscated, and their owners surcharged with cost, with the cost of the destruction they have caused our environment. We demand that all security personnel, number three, complicit in illegal mining activities should be made to face internal investigations and discharged from the various services to serve as a deterrent to others.
is when the president says if accusations are made, I find it very laughable. Once before he came, he said he will use the Anas principle. So from the way people are complaining over all this man, where is the Anas principle he promised? So they will do undercover investigations. So all this why he's not aware. Number two, look in every part of Ghana, you see the National uh, Investigative Bureau. They have officers all over. So as you are walking around, he's also walking in the society and watching. So he knows. Look, the president can't say that he's not being briefed about this thing. He's just sleeping on the job. I think, look, President Kufado, I don't know how many times we have to call on him. He just has to resign. Look, this man is just giving us too much headache. He has checked out. He should just resign. Okay? Resign. That's the best thing. Because, look, he's shown too clearly that he's not competent. If Galamsi, we can't fight Galamsi. Every time, he's always reactive. But as I said, it's a citizenry. If we don't rise, this is the kind of leaders we get. We made a mistake by voting for him, but it's not late. We can stand up and push him out. I think Yukufuadu should just resign. This thing has to stop. He's taking us for fools. It's just too much. You can't just disrespect the whole country. Every time you just come, kukwasa, kukwasa. What kind of thing is this? Right. Now, I'm bringing my guests on to begin. We will do some reconnaissance of sort. We'll do some prospecting and begin to find out if we have the license to go into the forest among the, the rest of them to do some mining. I'm talking about the solutions that we need. But first, watch this. It's a very short report. Just two minutes. Watch it. Land close to the size of two football pitches has been destroyed and the forest cover removed by illegal miners who are bent on getting the precious mineral. Posumchi Range Forest Reserve has become a hotbed for illegal mining activities in recent times. Session of the reserve in Mentin at the Kabunso and Danso has been targeted by Galamse operators. Deputy Minister of Lands in charge of forestry, Benito Ousubio, during a visit to the reserve on August 22, 2022, described as endemic the activities of illegal miners. He led a team of officers from the ministry, which included the chief executive of the Forestry Commission, John Alote. In the Ofashanti region, to be precise. This is the third time I'm coming to actually this port, and I think this place is very endemic with uh, illegal activities. The visit followed an intervention from the military task force to flash out illegal miners who had destroyed several hectares of the forest. Mr. Usubu was unhappy there had been little support from the district security committee in the area headed by Yaudanso to the illegal mining fight. The DISEC, the district security, the district assembly, they must be up in doing because they are here. 
we in Accra cannot come here all the time. They must be up in doing, they must cooperate with our district managers on the ground, and that will help to stem the tide and the wave of uh, illegal mining activities. This is River Minty. It is crystal clear upstream here. But down there, it has been destroyed by illegal miners. This was the fourth time in one year the Forestry Commission had responded to operations of illegal miners in the Bosomifrahun district. Questions, however, remain unanswered why the portion of the Bosomichi Range Forest Reserve is a hotbed for illegal miners. From Kumasi, for Joy News, Oyem Interior reporting. Very much, Ohiming Tewia there, and in the course of the week, you have also been watching us. We have been uh, showing you the report as done by Erastus Asare Donko, who uh, most of the journalists have been endangering their lives going into some of these uh, things, particularly Erastus Asare Donko, who has even come under threat, you know, uh, including from people who are supposed to be in parliament and know better and presently um, have the guts to seek to represent their party as flag bearers to become, you know, presidents of this country. Well, let me go to the <laughs> Zoom and begin with Professor Kwesi Ening. Prof, thank you very much for making time once again to join us. Well, it's always a, it's always a great pleasure. Great. Um, so, to begin with, and I pray that you don't get tired talking about this, uh, it doesn't matter how you have to say the same thing over and again. It has to be said until we have seen the change we need to see. What would you say um, that after we resurrected this discussion again, we are seeing some, you know, action, and the president, is it action? Um, we are seeing a lot of talking. And the president has gone to meet with chiefs who earlier has said that um, they are not in the picture at all and we should not uh, focus on them. Well, Samson, thank you very much. And you asked me to correct something. So um, the visiting Claude Ake chair at the North African Institute. Thank you very much, Claude Ake. Thank you very much. Claude Ake would have loved this discussion because... He was a patriot. He was a Pan-Africanist. He loved Nigeria. He loved this continent. Something I'm going to be very blunt, as always. We have a license to prospect because we are citizens and not spectators. That is number one. Number two. When the deputy minister enjoins the dissect to be up and doing, it just shows that he himself has not read at 10.30 upon which the national security strategy document is built on. When he says dissect should be up and doing, that represents the collective failure of the state security apparatus where he was standing. And for him to, to plead with them to be up and doing, instead of asking the president to sack everyone who sits on that side, dissect them. 
reflects the larger challenge that we are facing and which the president in talking about looking for facts because he's a lawyer raises fundamental questions as to what more facts do we need. Furthermore, that he would not protect anyone. What the signal is, is that this fight cannot be won with facts. It must, it must be won with widespread social action that says we will not accept this anymore. It will not be won because Ghana has become a state under siege, a beleaguered state in which there is a state within the state, that is the deep state, that is influencing the way that policy relating to mining is made, how it is understood, and how that policy is either implemented or it is obstructed. What do I mean by a deep state? We are seeing individuals and groups who have not been voted for, who don't have any remit to speak or act on our behalf, influencing elected people like this deputy minister talking about dissecting at the doing. The dissect is located within a MySec and a MUSEC before the RedSec. And finally, the National Security Council. So when ministers who ought to know better befuddle the points and muddy the waters, it gives opportunities for these groups to know that they can act with impunity and go scot-free. We are now seeing a shadow state that parallels the system that ought to be the enterprise called Ghana, in which these unelected people be the chiefs, business people, politicians, ordinary individuals, chemical sellers, all have come together in multiple formations to undermine the authority of the state. What we are seeing is a state that is incapable and unwilling first to implement the laws that it has made for itself voluntarily. And when people flout those laws to punish them, because if we have an intelligence service that works, what you've you, you just shown on the screen must not, must not happen. If we have chiefs who have sworn to protect the, the, the environment for generations yet unborn, and this raises yet another question. We know in a lot of our communities that we are not supposed to swear and curse using the river god. So where are all these gods when the rivers have been destroyed to such an extent? Okay, so what it boils down to is that we are seeing a state in which it has become a free for all. The rhetoric is fantastic, 
we have the institutional framework, we have the laws, but they begin or they serve to, to undermine our collective in, in, interest instead of protecting, strengthening, and preserving for future generations. This is a state in crisis. And I know that Martin and I have had this conversation that those who do what you are showing, we need to elevate this not only to an existential threat to the people of Ghana, but it must be made a treasonable offense. Because this is the livelihoods of generations yet unborn being thrown away. And we don't need the greater Thunbergs of this world to come and tell us what we are seeing. With public, holding public office comes with responsibility. And being ordinary citizens also comes with responsibility. Mm. Let's be bold enough, let's be daring enough to use those responsibilities that we have mm. to ensure that we can preserve the environment. How important, Professor Enin, how important is the meeting the president had with the National House of Chiefs? I don't think it's going to have any impact at all. Because were we to, across the spectrum of public interventions and public actions, say, what is the nexus between public utterances and implementation? That correlation will not be positive. So, so that meeting was a nice meeting. It, it brought people together. They had opportunities for a photo shoot. Um, and that's just it. I'm not expecting anything at all to come out of it. Were we to have drones that have been sent up right now over these sites, people will still be mining. When the president speaks, and as he correctly said, those who ought to represent him make him a laughing stock because they go against his publicly uttered words. Mm. And he is not seen to be punishing them or dismissing them. Then it undermines his authority. All right. Um, so hold on there for me, and let me come to the Honorable Deputy Minister uh, for Lands and Natural Resources. Now, proceeding begins by, you know, being direct, speaking to you, right? That you should do more than get down there, and people who have the responsibility over these jurisdictions that are being mined, you know, with uh, such impunity, uh, you get down there, rather recommend to the president to remove them, rather than plead with them to be up and doing. Something, let me say a good morning to your cherished listeners and viewers, and a pleasure joining you on this uh, platform, one of the biggest platforms we have in, in the country. Uh, Let's first of all understand what we're talking about. It's very important as a country. Um, this is an area or a sector that all over the world people are struggling to tackle. If you go to the developed countries like uh, Australia, for example, which is endowed with gold, go to uh, South Africa, which is also equally endowed, these do struggle with the battle or the canker of this galaxy. In Australia, they call it prospectus. 
in South Africa, they call it Zama Zama. The last engagement I had with the consulate, you know, architect of uh, Australia, they indicated to me one of their struggles is the fight against these prospectors or the galamseyers as we locally refer to. It's been a bane also in Ghana where we're struggling to regularize the small-scale mining sector especially. Just recently, I watched SABC of South Africa where the police minister, here we call the interior minister, arrested no less than 500 Zamazames. And according to the police minister, he said, to my dismay, and I quote, I saw a woman who was wielding gun, had a baby at the back, and was ready to shoot. And that woman has been arrested. So we have these recalcitrants who are in the system globally, disturbing the mining industry. Now, something, we also have a regime where we are dealing with extreme environmentalists, who believe that we should not touch our nature, our trees, and leave, you know, naturally, which is good. We also have industrialists who believe that our gold contributes immensely towards the economy of a country, so to speak. As a government, you would need to manage these two school of thoughts. You understand the small-scale mining uh, sector contributes about 40%, is it? Absolutely. Of our gold um, revenue. Absolutely. And even in a way, it also has an impact in the GDP. And injecting such quantum of flesh into the economy, a country will be proud of. Now you have also an institution that says, no, don't mine at all. We don't want anything like mining. So you blend and run through uh, these two. President Mills, and, and let me even say, go back to Pres- President Rawlings' regime in the 80s when we had a junta, where he marshaled all the forces, uh, military, to get to Takwa, Pristia, and its enclave, just to clamp down illegal miners. In the 80s, where people were handcuffed, through the principal street of Takwa and all that, people were beating and all that, just to also keep the menace. Just after his regime, Kufo came. Kufo made a pronounced that, pronouncement that the Galamse is eating into the economic fiber of this country. After that, Mills came and uh, he said something. Uh, and uh, let, let, me, let me state it clear here, uh, uh, what Mills uh, said. And Mills was so, I mean, devastated about what he saw during his tour and made mention of Galamse destroying our cocoa farms all over. To President Mohammed's tenure, he said he went ahead to even inaugurate interministerial Galamse tax force in May 14th, 2013. And this tax force was to battle the Kanka. And Mahama said something. He said, and I quote, 
Mr. Mahama, who had flown to the area in a helicopter, said he was shocked to see the massive destruction caused by Galamse activities in the area. And this was in May 14, 2013. Yes, it's been a bane. As a government, what do you do? You put measures in place to keep this. But something, one thing that I want us to observe as a country, if we don't address the issue as it is and point figures, fingers at people that we think it to be politically expedient for us to point fingers at loosely, we will not fight, we will not be able to fight this canker. We need to understand the whole, you know, gamut of issues surrounding mm. this. Thanks, thanks, for the, thanks for the background. I know you have done some work. We'll get to that. But there's a specific issue that Professor Kosienin uh, raises. And I ask you that. You should not be going to people who are superintending, quote-unquote, because they are responsible for those jurisdictions, and pleading with them to be up and doing. You know, Professor... Any someone I, I do respect so much. And, uh, I just listened to him and he said something that I, I said really. He said the president has to sack people who sit on Dysek. Does the president have that even uh, power to, sit, to, to sack all those who sit on Dysek? We're talking of allowing institutions to work. We're talking of the police. We're talking of the military, I mean the security agencies sitting on Dysek. And the president has to sack all of them. Is that what? I'm aware that in the last election. It cost us, especially in the western region. Most of the mining communities in the area turned their back on us. I think there are just two exceptions. Takwa and Bibini. The rest turned their backs on us. So there is a political cost to the fight we are waging. It's a cost we should be prepared to pay in the interests of Ghana. If the people of Ghana see a determined effort on our part, which is yielding results, our water bodies are clearing, our landscape is being reclaimed, our forest zones are being preserved, it will help them enable us do what? Break the eight. Um, we apologize sincerely for the brief interruption as um, the minister was making his presentation. You, you didn't hear him speak specifically to the DCEs? The president appoints them. He has the power to disappoint them. I, I was there. I was there. And I heard him right. And as I was saying... Yeah, so why are you focusing on uh, he should sort of disband uh, dissect? That's not the focus of what he said. I mean, he made that pronouncement, but before I address those things, I think we need to make some corrections. Possibly I did not hear him well. And if he says so, I mean, we are not in a, a junta regime where the president can just get out and sack people who sit on dissect. I mean, it's not. So you the are a lawyer. Has, I, that's what I'm asking. Yes, he said 
don't go there mm -hmm. and ask the plead with the people, plead with the leaders there, the political leaders there to do better. Don't do that. You should be doing something else. Or, or, what should he do? As a president of not he, you, the ministers going there and pleading with the DCEs to do better. You see, we have been going to the ground to conscientize, sensitize the people as to the need for us to collectively, dispassionately fight this menace. For example, as a ministry, we've set up the district mining committee that entails the environmental protection agency rep at the district, the minerals commission rep at the district, all the, the, the security agencies, the Nanum, the head of DICEC or MUSEC or MISEC or how, whatever we call making sure that we put a team together that would manage the regularization of the whole sector in the district. Mm. If that is done and done well and deepened, I believe we could, in a way, reduce the menace. You mentioned the Professor Mills and the John Mahama uh, expressing their disgust about destruction. I didn't, I didn't get the purpose for it. What was it yeah, about? I mean, uh, what I, the import was that the way we're creating impression that mining or the illegal mining just started. I mean, uh, the formula of just... Uh, Somebody has the, created that impression? Yeah, yes. Uh, I mean, really? that's the impression that I've been getting. Oh, that, I, uh, it, I mean, it's just started. Somebody was, when I was entering, just asked me, why Galamse now? Why Galamse now? Is so, it more uh, pronounced now or it's not? You see, it's good. People are being aware by the creation of the social media. Now, fortunately for us, somebody may be in Mahamo in my constituency and just take a snap and send easily. They're reading. They're reading that forest reserves are being mined. Yes. They should be worried. So if a forest reserve is being mined and mining, um, mined illegally, that forest reserve and its, you know, innuendos, must be treated as such. They are seeing what is happening to the water that they are supposed to drink. And that, that the is Ghana Water I... Company is telling us in most recent times what is happening and the fact that in the next few years, if we are not careful, we'll have to buy uh, water that is imported. So it's clear that things have gotten out of control. You see, we cannot tend to behave as if uh, practically, we don't know what is going on. I'm worried as a Ghanaian, having my the turbidity level of river bodies getting bad, to put the cost on the Ghana water and all that. How do we then solve or resolve this matter? Let's sometimes treat some of these things dispassionately, mm. like making comments that in a way would derail Okay. The of the ministry. So we'll get to we'll get to we'll get to the things that you have been trying to do. W would you say the meeting with the chiefs was important? You were there yourself. Very, very important. Very because the chiefs are also actors in this. So what was the purpose? The purpose is to also passionately appeal to them because they are the owners and of this land that we're talking of. They say they have no control. You are the one who give their license. I, I, I mean. We run them through some of these concerns were raised that license is signed without their consent and all that. Um, 
when it, the license is gazetted, a copy is sent to the chief, the local chief, and is by the law. Uh, when you know the minerals commission officer also generates the coordinates and all that, and later on gazetted copies also sent to the DC. So those ones that are being mined illegally, obviously they not having any documentation, and for that matter, the chief wouldn't do. So, and that is what, what the president emphasized that if the person is mining, you don't even know any documentation around it. Obviously, the person the is mining. The chiefs have not raised police. They don't have uh, power over the army. It's it a is the president. It's a, you, are, you are in control. It's a concern. So we've also been meeting the security agencies to get on board and get those people arrested and prosecuted. What should the chiefs do? Should they raise a militia to help? The chiefs play very key role in the management of the governance of these natural resources in this country. And if you are a chief and you have that control, like what Doma uh, uh, Paramount Chief said, that the chief wouldn't have that uh, you know, uh, authority to say, I don't know what is going on in my jurisdiction. It would be very unfortunate on his part to say so. And he is so determined that he wouldn't allow such things to go on. And something, if as you know, a country, as a chief, if you have your community, and myself or you go there that I'm going to mine, the chief says, I wouldn't allow you. You can't mine. I'm telling you, you can't mine per the local structure that we have in this country. So if we come together as a country and, I mean, think or decide that as a community, as for this community, we are not allowing anybody to mine in our, in, in our area or jurisdiction. It didn't go on. You take, uh, for example, uh, the measures we put in place in making sure that we, we control the, you know, the turbidity levels of our, of our river bodies, like making sure we recruit river guards that will be patrolling the, the river banks, making sure that speedboats are procured to be put on the river bodies, and you know, getting the naval command to be around monitoring from the source to the end, making sure that security posts are erected at vantage points of, of these uh, river bodies where they can coordinate. You, you know, mean, you if, know, you know, Prince Kofi Amoabeng. He says he says that uh, stopping Galamse is easy, but uh, Akufuado is using is using it to fill the uh, party uh, financiers' pockets. He says, and to the issue that I had just, you know, uh, suggested to you, he says the president has all the powers to stop, stop Galamse. And so if he doesn't stop it, don't ask anybody. You should be asking the president, period. He says we have given the president, the army, the police, and everything that he needs. So... What's going on? Some of these accusations I don't think would help resolve this matter. I mean, the president, yes, had. And that is why I even referenced the previous regime where they also, you know, um, lamented on this Galamse thing. But practically, what the questions you need to ask, what are the measures you've put in place as a government to keep this? I, I don't think being brutal on people only should be the option. I mean... We must have the operation hall tool that has been sanctioned and going on making sure people are arrested. Recently, we arrested 167 foreigners. Uh, we need to also have measures that will regularize the whole system. 
and that is why uh, we put in place you know mercury free machines just to in a way support small scale miners from the pronouncement from the president and from your minister yeah. and from some of you this is a crisis isn't it um, yeah I, yes it will be a crisis but you are not I see treating my, it as a crisis we are because because you don't want me to be talking you want an action to be done something drastic to be done on the ground i had to come from the field to join this conversation to explain to your cherished uh, listeners and viewers mm. what we you have told us ground. about what you have been doing since 2017 yeah but the results it's not showing it, and that's what people are concerned about you see, you see it wouldn't take a day I, I was telling somebody that yes this is a bane robbery is a bane Police have been clamping them down. It hasn't stopped. It wouldn't take a day. No, it's, it's not an event. Five years. Five years. It, it's, it's not an event, obviously. Uh, it's something that will continue. The struggle will continue. But for the interventions of this uh, government, the situation would have been dire. Mm. I'm telling you. Uh, because I have been practically uh, be part of the solution uh, structure that we put in place as a government mm. and the political dimensions is also making it very difficult for us to resolve this matter because if a government you know stipulates or put down some measures to get these things uh, uh, addressed and you have a statesman also going out there to say that yes give me authority give me power and I will free all Galamseyers who have been imprisoned or who were imprisoned during the, 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 the someone's regime. It gives, it empowers, it gives them some kind of impudence. Really? To, to, yes. To, to okay, do more. You hold, on, hold on briefly for me. Let me go on the phone lines. Um, <laughs> on, the, on Zoom. I don't know how to process what I'm listening. Um, so um, let me speak to Dr. Bright Opongafum. Senior Lecturer, Mining Engineering Department, University of Mines and Technology. Um, Doc, first, where do you place what the President has had to do, go to meet with the Chiefs, and how, what can that do in, in this uh, fight, quote-unquote? Yes, hello. Yes. Uh, something good morning to you and to the viewers of this uh, cherish uh, station. So um, I'm listening to the president and I'm listening to the the honourable deputy minister. And yesterday I couldn't sleep well because um, I'm sad because of what we are doing to this country. You know, um, you have authority to sanction the law, the regulation. Now you are or you are uh, giving out authority to somebody else to marshal resources from nowhere to control what you have authority and the resources to manage. Now it becomes absurd, like you are trying to shoulder responsibility to somebody else. And I feel very sad as a young man and as someone who is looking forward to seeing a bright future, you know, for the country. I refer to these things as the enemy of the republic because it looks like we all know what is happening. We know who is involved. We, 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 
we have arrested some people. In fact, the first point of arresting some people indicates that we have access to the blockchain of, of, of people involved in this um, activity. So why are we not going to them? Where are the financiers? Why are we not going to them? But we only arrest the frontliners who are finding something to eat. Then we only arrest them. Then we leave the, the, the story behind. Now, this is what I see. If the president has got all the uh, machineries, all the resources to manage this uh, menace, and we see it in the form of talking and not implementation, I feel sad because I am powerless if I go into the community and I see illegal mining. There's nothing I can do. The chief, I don't know whether they have, you know, those days um, where we have uh, militia in the in the in the in the in the palace where they can just go around and arrest people. I don't know whether they do have it now. So if the president is saying the chief should 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 support. Is he saying that they should gather militias to go and arrest illegal miners? Now we are talking about the, the environment or the illegal activities are producing like 40% to the GDP. I'm very sad to hear that. Are we saying that the small-scale miners are the ones destroying the environment or they are the illegal miners? If we classify the 40% contribution coming from small-scale miners. We should know that a small-scale mining um, is not illegal mining. And so we cannot bump them into this um, issue unless the deputy minister is telling us that the small-scale miners contributing 40% are also illegal miners. Mm. So we need to move away from these kinds of, um, 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 I'm sorry to say, um, ways to defend some actions that are not defensive or defendable, right? We need to rather take the bull by the horn. We have used brute force, it never happened. Now I can give an historical perspective to this. When in the 50s and in the 40s, when they were mining the water body, the government of the Gold Coast stopped mining and that's why we have some of the dredging machines still at Ancobra now because they were, they, 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 they stopped them from mining because of their destructive nature. Now, we are saying that in our time, we have more knowledge, we have more regulations, we have more law, we have more whatever, but we are not able to stop this menace. I think there should be a state of emergency by the president. We have to align ourselves to step-by-step um, -step procedures in solving this. I like some of the questions you put the deputy minister and also some of the um, statements by other um, people on this um, this conversation, that the solution is simple. I agree to that. It may be a wicked problem, but it's very simple. We know, I cited um, a letter from the Forestry uh, Commission giving permission to the Minerals Commission to enter a forest for prospecting. Now, the Deputy uh, Lance a natural resources minister is saying that he's sad for entering into a forest and seeing a devastating effect. What are we doing to ourselves? You have given them the go-ahead to go and do prospecting. They have destroyed the area, and now you come back to say that you are sad. I don't see where we are going with this kind of um, attitude or this kind of uh, 
solution star that we are we are using to manage this menace. Okay, uh, Doctor Fum, hold on for me and uh, let me. I'll go to. I've got uh, Professor Gladys Nyakwansa on the line and uh, Godwin Ama also on the line. Um, but before that, um, Martin, uh, Dr. Kenneth Bitu is on the line. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, Doc, Dr. Kenneth let me come to you first because you are the convener of the media coalition against uh, Galamse. Do, do, you, do you see something that I see, I may be wrong, that it appears that the government of a president who has put his presidency on the line still wants to approach this thing from a comfortable place, still doesn't want to lose anything in the fight. The president is complaining that the last elections, you know, and the party, they've been complaining that they lost some votes because of their fight against Galamse. And you have heard the minister himself say small-scale mining contributes over 40%, you know, of uh, the resources, gold resources that we get. And so for us to talk about go back to a period of a ban, uh, it's a no-no. And then... Whilst they say they are doing something, it does appear they wait. Then the media begins to talk. We go to the field, bring the footages, we start to talk, and then we, we see them now beginning to travel the country. The president is now calling a meeting here because we have revised the debate, the debate again. Is that what you see? Um, Samson, I, to tell you the truth, uh, sitting on this program today and uh, hearing uh, the Honorable Mikuduka speak, my heart bleeds. My heart bleeds. You are in a crisis. You are in a situation where you are under economic attack by the Chinese, destroying your go your your cocoa, uh, and, you know, and planning how they are going to take your place. You are in a situation where kidney diseases are on the rise and the age at which it's attacking your youth in the mining communities is on the rise. You are in a situation where the turbidity of water has gone up in some areas above 3,000. When the WHO gives you the permissible limit as five NTUs, so it's not surprising that people are, you know, taking uh, 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 rainwater itself that is polluted because when the mercury rises up, when the rainwater is coming down, it's also polluted and buying sachet water to water, you know, their farms. And, you know, and honorable, I, I, you see, you remember that I gave you the example of Heritage Imperial on a, radio, on a TV program on the same Joy FM. And up to date, we don't even know what has happened to Heritage Imperial. And then also your minister has shown political courage by pointing out a quanta mining who is mining in an illegal uh, uh, mining illegally in a forest reserve. So the president talks about give me evidence. This is the minister for lands providing the evidence. This is the uh, minerals commission, the regulator, provide, you know, collaborating what the, the, the minister has said. This is the accused person coming back and showing us entry permit and accepting that they themselves are involved in an illegality. 
And unfortunately, when the president got the opportunity to speak, he spoke only about one person and left another person, an alter ego of Akonta Mind, out of the situation. So when we decide that we will not use the force that is at our disposal to deal with the challenges that are befalling us, then we have a major issue. Because what happened to all the drones that we're supposed to get? If all the drones that we're talking about were available, it would not take my 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 my, my mate in tech, you know, to go to the forest before then, go to the forest four times. Because from the drone footage, we'll be able to get it. You, you refer, uh, Doc, you refer to uh, Akonta Mining, uh, Chairman Wuntumi, and Chibuesi Akonsa Company. Uh, what exactly is it you say should be should be done by the government against him. Um, the, the president met with the National House of Chiefs. The president of the National House of Chiefs, uh, Yaojebi II, has said that there's no evidence that uh, Chairman Wuntumi's company is doing anything illegal. If we have that evidence, we should bring it to them and they will do something. Oh, well then, maybe I'm sure the, uh, the, 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 the chief might be uh, having asleep that he's not seeing the press uh, release from the uh, the minister for lands and natural resources he's not seeing uh, the press release from the minerals commission maybe we should give him footage of uh, uh, we should give him footage of the fact that in the Nimre forest you know there's drone footage that shows that Akonta mining you know has vehicles within it i should also tell him that that one of the deputy ministers went back to the forest reserve, asked for uh, you know roadblocks to be put in there, and Akonta Mining, as we speak now, uh, have destroyed uh, those roadblocks. And are we doing the mining reserve? So I don't know what again that this chief wants to see. That uh, if if, if Akonta Mining is working, and as we are told with uh, military guards and the rest of them. Does it not suggest to you that they are, doing, they are not doing the wrong thing? Because they will not be protected to do the wrong thing, isn't it? Uh, so, Samson, you know, so you have appointed a minister. And the minister also has regulators. And the regulators are telling you that, uh, and, the, and the minister is telling you that this uh, uh, company is involved in an illegality, and you want to you want to listen to uh, 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 a chief who, when the president wants to come and talk about you know an existential threat, is asking about how much per diem uh, setting allowances they are going to pay. Please, Samson, less you know the, the the least we say about you know that institution that that you know and the person you are talking about, the better it will be for us. We have a minister, we have professionals, the Minerals Commissioner have provided evidence. There is drone footage. I don't know what, again, this chief wants. And I'm telling you, Samson, people like this are the people. The reason why, as far back as the times of the days, the, the, you know, the fantasy if you wanted to do away uh, with the, the issue of chieftains, it's a bad example of what a chief should be. But you see, you go back to, there's a town, a small uh, village uh, near Kwabing, they have a river there called a Suboni. The a Suboni is clean, and the people drink from it. And it's not because of a chief. It is because of a queen mother who's decided to ask for her and her people and her, uh, her ancestors. They are not going to mine in that river. They will mine everywhere but in that river. And so that water is clean. You drive about a kilometer to Kwabing, 
and Kwabing, all the, the lands have been degraded because there's a chief like the chief, uh, the, the, the president of the, the House of Chiefs who is talking. We have a crisis before us. The minister has spoken and said there's an illegality happening. The Minerals Commission has spoken and said there's an illegality happening. The best you do is that you will arrest, uh, you know, the, the, the alter ego of uh, Akonta Mining, which includes uh, Bernard Enchibo and his other uh, director, Enchi, and do an investigation. Then with the evidence that you find that they are mining within a fresh reserve without a license, which sends to the, uh, the Minerals and Mining Law, then you, you, you begin to prosecute. Let's see that happen in open court and make sure that that is being done. Mm. Then you then would ensure that everybody else would know that if you fall far of the law, you will be dealt with. And again, I disagree with the minister when he talks about the fact that, you know, we should... That, so when uh, Prof. Enin talks about it, who is the head of the Minerals Mining Committee that he mentioned? Who is the head of the, uh, uh, the, the dissect that he mentioned? If you appoint it, if you're a private person, or if this was your company, or if it was the minister's household, and he has a, a household in the house, and by the time he goes home, everybody, you know, everything in this house has been spoiled and destroyed and all of that, would he say he would keep that household still at place? So we have uh, people who have the primary responsibility of providing security. We have people who have the primary responsibility of regulating mining. Mm. And they are in communities where this thing is happening. The uh, president should not be talking uh, about it. Dr. Dr. Shikbe, Dr. there are people who are saying um, you guys are not being realistic. That granted that Wuntumi's company um, is involved in illegal mining that he's a financier of this party that has formed the government. You don't expect that he will be a candidate for any prosecution or any investigation for that matter. He had earlier accused the NDC government of persecuting him and not allowing him to do his work. And you, you remember how joyous he was uh, that once they have come to power, he now has the opportunity to go back and do his work without the inhibitions that he suffered. Well, you see, so I, I, uh, there are great small-scale miners who are doing great jobs, and they should be allowed to continue. If Akonta Mining was doing a great job, I, for once, who is a lover of Ghanaian business, would celebrate him. But I do not care whether it's Kenneth Ashimi, whether it's my mother, who has sinned a law of this land. And that's what the president says himself. That it does not matter who it's involved. He is financing, so what? He's financing, so the whole country should go to, you know. And it's the, you see, the only reason when we'll be able to fight this thing successfully is to be able to act like the Minister of Lands and Natural Resources. Where you see one of your own involved in an illegality, you point him out. But you move the next step. And ensure that the pets, you see, the interesting thing is, initially when we did our search at the office of the Registrar of Companies, we saw his name and that of the entry as uh, the, the shareholders, the beneficiary owners, and as well as the directors. So then I was looking for an opportunity to see whether he was actually a director. But he signed a letter complaining, and he titled himself a chief, chief executive. So he means he's an executive person responsible for the mining in the memory forest. So in terms of evidence, the evidence abound. 
You know, another evidence that you, you can have, that the police have, is that the people of Samraboy, there was a clash between his, his workers and the people of Samraboy when he attempted to take equipment, mining equipment, into the forest reserve. And there were gunshots that were fired. So again, what evidence do you want? The man is going to mine in a place where he does not have a permit. That is a sin against the minerals and mining law. So, you see, we cannot, in one breath, say that we've had a, the, an audio of uh, a DC who is talking about getting people to go and mine. And then we are calling him, we're summoning him to meet the minister. And then we have evidence from the Minister for Lands and Natural Resources. We have the Minerals Commission collaborating the fact that this particular person is actually engaged in illegal mining. And as we speak, then, you know, the person is still, you know, the, the order that the minister gave, the person is not going according to it. And we're pretending as if we'll be able to fire this war when we don't deal with it. Let's take a leaf from the book of Lee Kuan Yew. He had a minister travel on the on the ticket of a foreigner. He goes and he comes back. Not only is he dismissed, but he's prosecuted and jailed. If we really want to fight this, we need to ensure that all of those who are around the corridors of power who are involved in it, no matter whose ass is God, is dealt with. And for me, I think we're going to start calling it is that those we have appointed do not, uh, you know, do what it is that they are going to do. Mm. We're going to show to them that this, the Constitution says that we are the sovereign. So all of us, and that's why, Samson, I'm happy about the call you're making to all Ghanaians. If we all care about this, our country, we need to collect the signatures. And I'm calling on the country church to whom I'm, I belong. I'm calling to all, all well-meaning Ghanaians. We need to call, call, call a petition to tell the president that this is the evidence. And we, we are going to take the president on his word, the provision of evidence. You, you, just, you, right just, you just mentioned you just mentioned that the, the minister has evidence of wrongdoing by one of their own chairman of the party in the Ashanti region. And what he does is not what we do when someone is doing wrong. He doesn't call the police after him. He's not caused to be arrested. You just mentioned the president, also talking about the Bosumi Frehun DCE, who he says is bereaved and is supposed to report to a minister, the local government minister, uh, to explain himself. He doesn't direct him to uh, or direct the police or direct him to police station or for any arrests and any legal process to be commenced. Um, just hold on. I'm coming to Martin here for you to, you know, tell us what you feel about that kind of posture where when the people on the field, those who have been hired to do the leg work, to do the, call it the donkey work, when they are caught, it's the police we send after them. They pick them up. Um, we throw them into uh, custody with our bail sometimes and the rest of it. And then when it gets to the people who are, like he said, the alter egos mm -hmm. around these entities, we are asking them to go and talk to a minister, explain themselves to a minister, and we are also... Uh, telling the world about it without actually taking the necessary step. Now, let's hear what the president had to say about that uh, DC that uh, Dr. Ashibe mentions. 
illegal mining operations have been rife in parts of the country. Some persons in high political offices have been accused of being complicit in the fight against illegal mining. These include the president's representative in various metropolitan, municipal and district assemblies, as well as party members. The president says the necessary evidence should be prescribed against suspected persons. At a meeting with the MMDCs in mining communities across the country, the president asked them to clear their names by enhancing their fight against the menace. You are my representatives in each of your metropolises, municipalities and districts. You are the representatives of the president. It cannot be that the president at the national level is waging a war against Galamse and you at the local level, my representatives are compromising that fight. That cannot work. I'm not here to threaten anybody. But I want you to know that this is a struggle that I take very seriously. And I will not be in a position to protect anybody against whom evidence is masked about their complicity in this matter. What happens in Ghana is that there are accusations are made against people in, 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 on blah, in grow, you know, MMDC. I don't operate with that. I don't operate with rumors. I'm a lawyer. So I'll always be dealing with facts. When the facts are brought, we will be invited to comment on it. Already, the district chief executive for Bosome Frenhon, Yaudanso, has been summoned to clear his name in illegal mining activities in the area. President says the person of the DCE spouse is keeping him from responding to the call. Your colleague in Bosome Frenhon, the public accusations about his involvement, has been summoned by the minister for local government to come and answer. Unfortunately for him, it has coincided with the death of his wife. And apparently tomorrow is the first week, the, the one-week celebration. So he has not been able to respond. But when the one-week celebration is over, he will have to respond. And depending on the quality of his response, we will decide what the future holds for him. But that is the process that we're going to apply to anybody against whom allegations are made. An opportunity will be given to you to respond. If the response is not satisfactory, you can guess for yourself what the consequences will be.
so, Martin, yes. the president is telling you and I mm-hmm. that if any ordinary Ghanaian was caught in what we have just heard, yeah. this is what he says the DC has to go to the minister and explain himself. Mm-hmm. So that they will determine prima facie yeah. whether there's a case or there's no case. Yeah. So what the president is suggesting to you and I is that if someone is caught admitting to doing galamse mm-hmm. and saying that it is the panacea to making wealth, mm-hmm. and once you have actually clinched power, mm-hmm. you have had the, the opportunity to be a leader mm-hmm. politically. It is your time. It's an opportunity for you to do it. Get into it and do it yourself. And there are people, including the regional minister who is standing their way and some woman who is also standing their way and is asking a party chairperson or somebody that this is what you need to do. The president is saying, when you get these people, Mm -hmm. what you do is send them to somebody to give an explanation rather than let the law begin to take its course. Yes, Sam, that is it. And that tells you the mindset of the president. That that's how he sees it. That's why I said, look, the president had checked out long ago. The president has checked out long ago. He's just now just walking and enjoying the presidency. Very shameful. You see why I said this is he's saying? Very shameful. Uh, he's a lawyer. He doesn't deal with that. Isn't that the same Nana Kufuadu who said he will work with the Anas principle? And today there's even evidence, tape. And he says, go give the tape, uh, talk to the minister. He should explain himself. So you see how he's done a U-turn, meaning that he never had a conviction that he let, wants. Let, let me tell you this. This, this tape, yeah. we are a media house. We are not the police. We are not the national security or anything. Mm-hmm. We got this tape mm-hmm. almost over a month ago. Okay. And we, got, we became aware that it is in right custody. Good. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? So... The president is telling us today that something that has been in their custody for like a month or more, mm. the, the guy is bereaved. When did he get bereaved? Ah, son, are you surprised? Don't be. That's the same way the president slept on the job. This is our case, NDA matter. When Dr. Anamzoya reported that people are about to steal 20, I mean, initially it started like 5 million, but later it turned out that they are about to steal 21 million Ghana cities in their gift me system. The president was asleep. That's how the president behaves. He doesn't listen. He doesn't hear. He doesn't listen. He doesn't hear. Is it, fair to, is, this fair to be, is it fair to be saying this and you have been repeating it mm-hmm. to a president who has put his presidency on the line oh, that was at a least charade. to win the Galamsey fight? Okay, that's a charade. It's just kukwasa, kukwasa. That's it. It's, it's posturing. That's why I said, look, Sam, if you follow, I'm sure you know it. The Americans call what he's doing the kabuki dance or kabuki theater. You just talk, talk, talk. That's it. You know that Oganians. When he says it, we like uh, interesting, catchy phrases, right? That's it. And then just get a byline, and then we run with it. You see how now it has exposed him. That's it. It's just kukwasa. Kukwasa. He's never serious about it. Never. Never. And then you see now history is shown that it's not been committed. What they promised 
in their campaign yeah. was to regularize. Yeah. And then soon after they won, mm-hmm. the media coalition against Galamse mm-hmm. was all over the place doing our own thing. Excellent. And the president decided that rather than the approach that he had promised to regularize, they would take the fight on. And then there was a ban. You can't say that is kokwasa, whatever that means. Uh, how, how far did the ban take us? And before then, let's come back. Before then, Sam, it was you guys that took on the fight. I Me, mean, I remember, as far as I remember, I used to follow Bernard Avle on City. He was crying day in, day out. Then he caught on. Then I, later I saw you guys on. Then later before the, you guys uh, coalesced into a coalition. So it's citizens that led the way. So he was being reactionary. So that I'll put my presidency on the line was just a, you know, something for the media. He never meant it. That's how come, look, ah, didn't, having the military been telling you that those who have a passion for the fight, they don't get to go there. It's those who are interested in the money, so they go. You heard what they told, the commander told Arast, uh, uh, Erastus, Asaridonko, that he should stop filming. Otherwise, his guy, when he, as commander, his gun goes off, Asaridonko will be dead hmm. and nobody will do anything. That's an army commander telling them. So these soldiers, you know from our military past, the same thing. So there are the good and then the bad. The good ones, those who have a passion to fight, they are not being selected. Mm. It's the business-minded, those who want to make money. You heard uh, Professor Kuisini give us a story the other day. This same military, those who, they go to the site, they get money, they come, then they are boozing, drinking in the beer bars, in their uniforms. Okay? So we call it adverse selection. Adverse selection. They intentionally choose those who are friendly to them. So the military go, and they won't go far. They will go. I don't know what, be, what became of this. The, you know, when the police were, it was made a joint operation, yeah. and police got involved, mm-hmm. there was a police officer who blew the whistle mm-hmm. on some of the uh, soldiers yeah. who were actually facilitating rather than, Excellent. you know, protecting. Yeah. I don't know what became uh, uh, of yes, that. We I should think the must follow this and yes, find out what happened. Thank you. So that next Saturday, and that's what happened. Public officers who dare to speak the truth, then quickly, they are rather sidelined. They are transferred. You see, so you see why sometimes they see some of the things they won't. And you see, where is IG? When people were just doing some, uh, what do you call it, prophecies and the rest, police themselves went and arrested them and arraigned them before court. You see, uh, Jesus at home fair. Oh, got, he was acquitted just uh, earlier on in the week. IG, his own men went to arrest. Where is IG? Can't you go and arrest him to me? If it were a small fly, police would have fished out. During earlier in the week, when a, a man was spanking a little child, they abused. Oh, police brought money looking. They've gotten the person. Yet, wound to me is mining in broad daylight. IG is not interested in that About one. three weeks ago, is that fair to him, when we showed the footage mm-hmm. uh, near, is it a Lobo, yeah. where there was this uh, chief, you know, who was preventing actually his people. Yes. And... Mining is going on in the compounds of homes. Mm-hmm. When we showed the footage, mm-hmm. the IGP followed up. Mm-hmm. I think the Sunday, yeah. the, that chief and one of his uh, accomplices were arrested. Thank you, because he's not powerful. He's a small fly. So, IG, we are grateful for that effort. Now, IG, make our day. Save Ghana. Haul in, wound to me. 
Because actually, I'm looking after this program. I want to call us a, a, a Rastos, that we should go. Our company, him. if he's not willing to be complainant, I'm willing. Because if the police don't want to take him into me, I will go and lodge an official complaint and be complainant in the case so that they will start formal investigations. Because the president has shown that for him, he will cover up all erring appointees. That's his mantra. Anything he will do to cover, he doesn't want to lose even one battle. Anything he will do to cover Aaron appointees, that's the business they will do. There was a DC who misconducted himself and suffered over this under President Kufuado. Yeah. Not much. Do you see the... Uh, you remember the Major Mahama issue? Yes. Yes. Yes, but that was because somebody was dead. Somebody died. So what else can you do? This is what Mr. Amirakuduka did this morning, and I'm coming to him, saying that the president can't do anything. Mr. Amirakuduka, are you aware... Oh, the public service, uh, everything is under I've never the president. People well. are quoting, quoting coming well. to my phone. I've never they said the president. The, you said, Sorry. What can the president do? When people say, Anything tells you that he should sack people on the dissect and you I said that is not the law. I didn't well, say that, that is not the law, but what else? Well, are we not in democratic discussion? Yes, but the whole. So we allow the law to work. The, the, you can't what? just say, President should go and sack someone. For yeah. what reason? You mean the president wasn't a lawyer? And, when and telling me that it's not important for the president to meet the chiefs? While and somebody, so the Dr. Ashinde was citing that her grandmother has been able principle. to stop people from mining. You were, you were, you were, you were, burning, you were burning excavators on site, which yes, law allows that? exactly. I was decommissioning excavators. <laughs> uh -huh. And you were saying we should be, I mean... Uh, the law you uh, brought here, 995, doesn't you say them? it's after conviction, the judge but can no, make but an that order you for them. But you were burning them. You were burning them. You were burning them. had 500 excavators. You see, I don't want to banter you on some of these things. You've made so many comments that I don't want to banter. Yeah. You know, it's I, because you've come to no, annoy people. You've come to annoy people. I will annoy you automatically. Somebody who is asking the president to even resign. I will annoy you automatically. But that's not a word I'm after. I'm after Ghanaians. So, I mean, you have your own, you know, I mean, thinking and what you want. You just have to annoy us. You, you, you be, can be annoyed. I don't no. care. You can be annoyed. Uh -huh. because, Very good. That is because it. you wouldn't want to uh -huh. hear, you. you wouldn't want to hear the that truth from me. And that is that practically is what, what is happening. That is so you can be annoyed. I don't care. But what is important mm -hmm. is to address <laughs> the issues on the ground and set the record straight. Okay. I mean, there have been talking, issues. It's talking about, is it the Malaysia Mm -hmm. uh, which yeah, Lee Kuan Yew. Lee Kuan Yew's principle yeah. that, for example, if you want to fight corruption, mm -hmm. you don't fight it by catching small fishes. Mm -hmm. You go to the top mm -hmm. and you make an example. Yeah. That's, that's what people are asking for. You see something, uh, and we're saying the same thing, mm -hmm. that let's go by the law. Mm -hmm. With the Akonta issue that you, you indicated, and you ask because it's if is financing the party and that is why it's left. I mean, if you read the statement that the minister issued, the minister did not make an emphatic statement. He said alleged. So obviously the matter will be investigated. The deputy minister responsible for forestry was on the field just recently to see whether Akunta is still there. And per the report that he brought, Akunta has left the site. <laughs> and the matter, the and matter. Just, just, just hold on one second. Let me, let me just indicate that. No, uh, before you as, end. As we speak, right here on this show, mm -hmm. I'm getting messages, but of course, we have to, what we do is that we verify things we hear. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't want to disbelieve everybody. Mm -hmm. There's somebody sending a message mm -hmm. from, he says it's from that community mm -hmm. where the Akunta mining is. He says that. After the directive by the ministry, Akonta Mining is still having their machines around. He's suggesting, 
and I don't want to read verbatim what he's saying, that they are actually there working, and you say they are not working. I am saying on authority that Apunta Mining is not at where the matter got, you know, sprung up okay. during, during uh, the team or the investigations that came up. Mm. Let, me, let me also put it on record that Apunta Mining has concessions around that area. For example, in 2012, June 14th, they had um, a reconnaissance uh, license over an area of 135.87 square kilometers in Samaboy. So obviously, it's Samaboy that we're talking of. I mean, 2012 is way back. Akunta Mining has been responsible uh, small-scale mining concession, uh, concessionaire, or concession as we, we may put it, and has been mining responsible. Reconnaissance is not a license to mine. I mean, I'm saying mind. the time that he had mm-hmm. and went further to secure a prospecting license also in December 2012. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Went further to even have a lease at a concession that is, that, that is not when, where... When, how the lease when? We are that, talking about the Nimiri Forest. That's the one that... There's a reason what, I'm asking. No, because you see, I'm asking whilst, whilst I agree with the politicians some, somewhat, mm-hmm. that it is important for them to do this thing, go back and check what the NDC era it happened. Mm-hmm. So you see he's uh, talking about reconnaissance in 2012. Mm-hmm. He's talking about prospecting license mm-hmm. in 2012. He's not talking about what they have done now within their regime. Mm-hmm. So you can see clearly mm-hmm. that he's trying to bring your attention to the fact that, you yeah. know, something was going that is, that on, is but not, not imp- now. That mm-hmm. is not the import. Yes, that's it. Um, I said so because of the question that the guy posed. Mm-hmm. Okay. That he's seen, or right. the information he sent to you, that right. he's seen Aconta Mining around. Mm-hmm. I'm only drawing attention that Aconta Mining is having a license around Samaboy. Probably he's referring to those concessions okay but not the numeric forest right. if it is about the numeric forest the deputy minister has informed the ministry that aconta mine has left okay right. um, we, we need to take a break uh, and doctor um uh, doctor wait 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 i yes i'm i'm bringing that i know i know martin i know um and um there are there are a number of you who want to make an intervention before we take that break? I want to first apologize to Dr. Um, Godwin Ama and uh, Professor uh, Gladys Nyakwansa. We'll come to you after the break. But Dr. Kwesienin, you brought the issue which I asked um, him about, uh, Professor Enin, and you want to make a reaction quickly, sir. Yes, I want to make a reaction. I think the Deputy Minister, with all due respect, should go and read Act 1030. That act gives the president the authority to appoint the chair of DISEC, MISEC, MUSEC, and RESEC. And as the direct appointees of the president, he can dismiss them if they don't perform. And that is what also authorizes the president to appoint, I, I, I think it's a section 2104. So please, minister, come to my class if you are free. But, but certainly, uh, please go and read Act 1030 of 2020. All right, thank you. Quickly, let me, let me say something. If you want me to join his class, no problem. But the most important thing is that he did not indicate that the president should sack the head because he obviously appointed a MMDC. 
and can disappoint. Okay. That one we will know. Okay. So that is not what you're talking about. He and said you should sack yes, the members. And, and as I, said, as I announced play. earlier, uh, when we return, once I, sp I speak to uh, Professor Gladys uh, and Sanyako and also um, uh, Dr. <laughs> Godwin Ama, and then uh, Martin says he's, he's actually been truncated, then once I speak to them, I will open the phone lines. Those of you in mining areas, we are receiving a lot of messages from you. We want you to speak yourselves. What is going on? What are you concerned about? We'll be right back. Oh, Charlie, close the window small. Ah, the room be too bright, oh. Why, you be vampire when you know they like sunlight. Oh, my guy, my eyes, oh, my eyes. Behind the PC problem. Oh, in the sun problem. Come on, light bulb, sir. This no matter. Huh? I bear go Robert and Sons. Mm. Oh, yeah. Then my chick to him, I know correct. Where Robert and Sons sort them out sharp. Now, so, so stylish frames in the wrong. <laughs> we go go Robert <laughs> and Sons right here. No, I was sitting inside proper. For over 25 years, Robert & Sons continues to provide specialist eye care for both adults and children. Locate us at Adabaka, Adenta, Kumasi, Usudangwa, Tema, Weja, and East Legon. Call 050-151-9111. Robert & Sons, seeing is believing. This is your last chance to make that dream travel you have been waiting for come true. So take that step with Latina Travels and Tours and join the business tour in Turkey and leisure in Dubai for all your business and leisure needs from the 1st to the 8th of November 2022. Package starts from $2,500 and includes visa, flight, accommodation, three meal plan, transfer and tours. To register, contact Latina Travel on 0244-260-789 or call Gifty on 027. 7030-202-245 or visit the Sunny TV premises or Latina Travel at the Elisa Hotel, North Ridge Accra. This advert is sponsored by Joy FM, Latina Travel, Sunny TV, Sunny FM, and AGI. Hannah and Paul have asked their family and friends to join them here today to reaffirm their wedding vows since the first time. Hannah, Paul. You're the tenant of my heart, often behind in the rent. But impossible to evict. Ten years. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't do it any different. Your car breaking down, the lift, meeting you at Auto Chill, and from then on, one chill leading to the other. I have changed my car six times since. But never my air conditioner's dollars, nor you, my wife. <laughs> For expert craftsmanship and impeccable after-sales service, AutoChill has it all. AutoChill is located at Lati Junction next to the Washington Bay. Telephone 0243-474-788 or 0244-365-447. AutoChill. Stay chilled. McBrown, and I want to encourage you to dial star 165 hash on MTN to join the My Way family. My Way provides you and a selected family member a cover against death. As a policyholder, you will also have a cover against total permanent disability and hospitalization should you be hospitalized for more than two nights. Dial star 165 hash and join the family. Senya My Way. I said no way. I said no way. My 
way is a product of my life and MTN Momo. Terms and conditions apply. Nominations for the set edition of your Extreme Ghana Energy Awards is officially open. Under the theme, Global Decarbonization, a just and equitable energy transition in Ghana. Categories of the Year include Energy Personality of the Year, CEO of the Year, Energy Institution of the Year, and many more categories. Visit www.ghanaenergyawards.com to file your nominations now. For sponsorship and inquiries, please call 0559-300-631, endorsed by the Ministry of Energy and the World Energy Council Ghana. Validation is done by Mazaz Ghana. Ghana Energy Awards. Redefining excellence. Oh, Charlie, close the window small. Ah, your room be too bright, oh. Why, you be vampire when you know the lights on light. Oh, my guy, my eyes, oh, my eyes. Behind the PC problem. Oh, in the sun problem. Come on, light bulbs, sir. This no matter. Huh? I bet go Robert and Sons. Mm. Oh, yeah. Then my chick to him, I know correct. Where Robert and Sons sort them out sharp. Now, so, so stylish frames in the wrong. <laughs> we go go Robert <laughs> and Sons right here. No, I was sitting inside proper. For over 25 years, Robert and Sons continues to provide specialist eye care for both adults and children. Locate us at Adabraka, Adenta, Kumasi, Usudangwa, Tema, Weja, and East Legon. Call 050-151-9111. Robert and Sons, seeing is believing. Is your vision getting foggy, misty, or cloudy? Are you having difficulty driving at night sometimes? These may all be signs that you are developing cataracts. Most cataracts happen because we are aging. The treatment for cataract is always through surgery. And now you can have a modern phaco surgery done in Ghana. This. Simply visit the St. Thomas Eye Hospital and get a phaco and other laser treatments done. St. Thomas Eye Hospital has a surgical center at Mataheko Flamingo, an outpatient clinic on the Osu Oxford Street in Accra, and a new clinic at the Tema Evergreen Shopping Center. Call us on 024-675-8483 or 054-012-5450 for more. Welcome back. This is Newsfile. This is your most authoritative news analysis platform. And here on Newsfile, we put Ghana first. My guest, uh, George Mirakuduka, MP Takwa in CIM, and Deputy Minister Lands and Natural Resources, Professor Kwesiening, and uh, Godwin Ama, General Secretary, Ghana National Association of Small Scale Miners, uh, Professor Gladys Nyakoansa, Co Principal Investigator, University of York, University of Ghana, Galamse Research Team. Dr. Bright Opong Afum, Senior Lecturer, Mining Engineering Department, University of Mines and Technology. Martin Pebu is rights activist and he is a lawyer. Dr. Kenneth Ashibe is convener, Media Coalition Against Galamse. And as I announced, I'm going to speak to um, Godwin Ama and Professor Gladys Nyako Ansa. After that, We'll hear from those of you who are itching to speak from the mining communities. want you to tell us the real stories, as brief as you can. Not, um, you know, what you are reading in some book 
and hearing some political party talk about or anything. Your stories, right where you are. Okay, um, so uh, Godwin, thank you so much once again. Now, as General Secretary of the National Association of Small-Scale Miners, um, how important is the President's interaction with the Chiefs for you? Okay, first of all, good morning to you and all listeners. Um, I believe, or the Association believes, that uh, mining, uh, illegal mining is a national challenge, but it can be handled at the local level. The local level, we have stakeholders that we need to engage, some which are non-stake actors, and we have stake actors. So the chiefs force into the stake, uh, uh, non-stake state actors uh, category. And they are the first point of call when it comes to illegal mining or mining within uh, this country. When you go to mining communities, areas that the chief and elders of the community says, we will not allow illegal mining operations to take place. Those areas, you see that their water bodies are clean, their lands are not destroyed, but you still have people mining, but mining with the requisite license. So it's very important for the president to engage with the chiefs so that we can manage it at the local level. We as an association have brought something we call the community enforcement approach. So that at the end of the day, the chiefs, the elders, the miners who have the license at those areas, the assembly members, the and, and, and how do you call the religious leaders of that community should come together to form that committee so that we manage many activities at the local level. What we intend also doing is to let members commission, let those members in the committee have the licenses of people who have applied. That's the legal licenses who need to be operating in those communities so that then the chiefs and the elders of the communities will know. So if somebody comes and says that I'm mining in this community, and uh, I'm coming from A, B, and C, they will check the list of miners who are in their community for them to know that this person belongs to uh, uh, people who have been issued with licenses or not. I am working the community where we have their river bodies all intact. That's Samine near Usino. In that community, there is no way that you can come and do illegal mining there because they have a committee in place. If the river body gets, if it's polluted a little, they will come and find out where. Because they say we want mining to take place in our community to give job opportunities for our people, but we'll never compromise on the environmental issues in the community. So clearly, President meeting them is the first point of call. Secondly, when it comes to the district chief executives and the municipal and the metropolitan chief executives, they also have a role to play at the, at the grassroots. But the evidence is clear that most of them are sleeping on their jobs. Because you see a lot of people moving within their communities and they don't seem to care. So you see pollution at the highest level and they are the head of the district mining committees. And they are not doing anything. So the KPIs that I remember during the interministerial committee, the points in lifting the uh, uh, small scale band, they brought that this chief executive will be measured based on their performance on the ground and how they handle mining issues within their communities. I don't know where, why we are not implementing that. If we implement that, a lot of DCs will not be on their jobs. Most of them are sleeping. So they are making it very difficult for the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources to work. Mm. Because we decentralize the process. With, uh, everything has been given to them for them to function, but they are not functioning. But as an association, we believe that at the local level, 
if we are able to enforce the laws there, at the end of the day, the issue of illegal mining will be of the past. Is, 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 is a counter mining a member of your association? Small-scale mining miners are not issued licenses to operate within the forest reserves. And every license that is issued, you have coordinates. Mm. If you go beyond your no, coordinates... No, no, wait. The, the ministry said, as a matter of a fact, that he does not have, or it does not have license to mine in the forest reserve. Even though the deputy minister here was talking about the ministry saying an allegation. The question of not having a license to mine in the forest reserve was not an allegation. The minister was very categorical that that is a, a statement of fact. I think that is why, what annoys people like Martin when they ask the question legitimate, that when you catch a thief, what do you do with them? You don't go telling us about the thief when you have the power to arrest them. My question to you is that, is, 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 is that mining company not part of your association? No, that mining company is not part of our association. It's All a right. large-scale operation. And it's only large-scale companies that are issued permit to work in the forest reserve. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Even with small-scale mining, if you, your, your license is site-specific, so you have boundaries that you're working with coordinates. So if you move away from your coordinates and extend your operation to where you are not issued the license, you are operating illegally. Often what we hear is there. that the Galamse menace is blamed on your members, the small-scale miners. As we understand, um, someone is just uh, talking to me about his research work. That's over or about 60% of the people that we are dealing with don't actually own these mines. There are bigger people behind. So you get blamed all the time. Your members are not doing the right things. It's not our members that are not doing the right things. We have large-scale companies that are owing prospecting licenses who apportions, parcels their lands and issue it to Chinese and illegal miners to operate without looking at any of the environmental challenges. And because we are operating as small-scale miners legally and we are doing our job, people don't even understand that somebody may have a prospecting license who is not supposed to work but to do prospecting, but most of them are passing it out. Let me tell you, almost 85 to 90% of the uh, blockout areas belong to large scale operation. So most of the legality, illegality, happens in prospecting and uh, recognizing licenses holders. And that is where I think as a nation we should focus. These people that we grant them these prospecting licenses and all that, some can be there for as long as possible. And, they, and, and what they do is, let me take it and issue it for people to mine in, for me to take percentages. And that is what is what is causing the problem. They have last large areas, 130, 80 square kilometers, whatever kilometers. Small scale is only 25 percent, uh, 25 acres that is given that qualifies you to be a small scale man. But those who have the kilometers and all that are all large scale uh, holders who are not they're taking the land, but they are not prepared to work just to parcel it out for Chinese or illegal operators get some percentage out of it. So it's not small-scale miners or the small-scale uh, license holders who are the problem. Mm. Yes, some may not be doing their work. That is why the Alliance and Minerals Commission, EPA, and uh, the Water Resource uh, uh, Commission is there to ensure that they do the, 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 the right thing. Because mm. I can tell you, if you mine and you don't have, you have the license, wherever you go, you'll be called back uh, by the Minerals Commission to do 
uh, 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 what is right. Okay. So that is how the situation is on the ground. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you. Now let's let's hear the views of um, uh, Prof. And she spoke to us um, about almost a month ago and gave us that graphic representation of what was going on about farmers having to buy sachet water take along to their farms so that they can use to, uh, for purposes of mixing their chemicals for use on their farms. Professor Gladys Nyakwansa, thank you so very much uh, for making time to join us. Um, so, getting the, the, the buy-in of the chiefs, the way the president sought, how much will that help? That should be useful, is it? shouldn't it? Hello, Prof. Please, please unmute your mic. Please unmute your mic. Okay, just a little difficulty uh, getting Prof to resolve. Okay, okay. Uh, it does look it might be um, your Zoom itself, so maybe... Okay, we'll try and reconnect and uh, get uh, Prof uh, to speak to us. And what, what they have been doing is that they, these are professors who are not sitting in their universities, uh, you know. They have been going to the ground and checking what is going on. And about a month ago, there are some pictures I showed you. They were coming from the, her, her team. Um, seeing the devastation that was going on. And some of the people who are sending in messages, some actually say that uh, they, they were with you, at, you. I think, was it you? you? You had been at their place, the Akuta Mining area. Have you been there yourself? The deputy. Okay, the other deputy, right. And he said they were trying to take some pictures, and the minister told them not to, not to take mm -hmm. pictures. Uh, you know, and I'm surprised why the minister would want to do such a thing. I, I think uh, this one has not come to our notice. All right. um, we don't know about that. Right. I mean, it's somebody also... Uh, okay, so whether, whether they have stopped or they have not stopped, yeah. it doesn't change the fact that the minister has pointed out that some wrong has been done. Mm. What is being done about that wrong? Yeah, so the ministry uh, has taxed the Forestry Commission to uh, investigate the matter and possibly the outcome will indicate what to do for, uh, going forward. But mm. I, I think uh, collectively we must understand and follow some of these uh, trending issues and see how best we can resolve the matter. Like uh, commending the small scale mining association, uh, they have been coming close. Uh, we've been engaging ourselves, making sure that we put systems in place to keep uh, this uh, struggle. So, uh, yes, he indicated that chiefs obviously will have a role to play in this. And even citing the example of a queen mother who is clearly stopped mining in, in her area. Mm. It, it's something uh, positive that we will need some commendation. Uh, as a ministry, uh, what is key for us is to put down some important steps that will help us resolve this kanka once and for all, especially the river bodies. So uh, I'm, I'm in a way appealing to, to your listeners mm. that uh, those of you uh, along the river bodies come together, 
decide having the citizens arrests mm. kind of okay. uh, support to 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 uh, support the the fight against illegal thank, thank you that and, and for those of you watching we are going to put the phone lines on on the on the screens for you to see now so you get ready to place your calls i'll give you a maximum some 10 minutes you call us and tell us where you are in a mining community and how exactly uh, is the circumstance where you are uh, speak directly the president wants to hear he wants to have evidence of the wrong that is going on so that he can uh, take some action right now professor uh, gladys uh, uh, Ansa joins us thank you very much uh, for making time and for your patience um, i was asking what the president's approach in meeting with the national house of chiefs that must be useful do you do you think so Hello, Prof. Yes. Um, good morning, Samson. Morning. My apologies. Uh, internet connectivity where I am is not very stable. Okay. Um, it's it's useful. Yes, the president's um, approach is useful. You see, if you are a father, a mother at home, or a teacher in class, and there's wrongdoing going on, you get reports, and you don't say anything, you don't do anything. You kind of encourage other people who are doing the right thing to do the wrong thing. So it is in itself that it's a good attempt, but it is not enough. Um, I want to just say my interpretation of, of one thing he said in his interaction his appointees, um, that uh, evidence masked up against you. I will not protect you. That doesn't speak well. Well, for me, my interpretation, but it sounds to me as though the president is saying, well, then. Okay, I, I think that the, the, better, the better thing to do is to um, call Prof on the, on the phone, rather. Otufo Osetisu II has also been speaking and almost also suggesting that... <laughs> like give, almost giving up, uh, but he does appear to say that it's the president or it's the state that must be doing what it has to do. Let's listen to him. When you come to Galamse, that is an albatross on our head. It's rather unfortunate that it's happened this way. Uh, Ghana was known as the Gold Coast and therefore it was known. But during that time, uh, it wasn't like the Galamse that we are talking about. And many ones people were doing it, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. It was there. But unfortunately, it's got into a point where people are now using equipment that, and all that and, and doesn't care, but they don't care about the environment or anything. But the question is, who is in control of that security around the area? From the district level to the highest level. We are all talking about Galamse. Mm -hmm. The government set up 
So, um, maybe it's what you will call doing something to represent something, which may be good at some point because then everybody knows, okay, the president is trying to do something about it. But deep down, it, it is not solving the problem. Um, we are talking a lot. I'm happy that we are saying all the things we are saying about Galante. But it is maybe we should, we know the facts. Now we know the facts. We know the extent of damage, the extent of degradation, the threat, what the president calls existential threat. That is true. What should we do about it as a nation? I would rather that we call this a crisis, maybe a national emergency situation, not a war. Now, I've been, I'm a linguist, I've been following the discourse of Galante. The war discourse isn't helping. I've been listening to the deputy minister. There's one thing he said. Of all the things he said today that I agree with, the rest I don't agree with. Some of it I don't understand. That if we don't take politics out of the conversation, we cannot solve the problem. That is true. Now, when you declare war, a government declares war on Galante, there are people who should be on the government side helping him to fight against some enemy, Galanteas. Now, what happens when government's own people are part of the Galanteas? Will the government turn around and see them as enemies? And that is what we are seeing. Definitely not. Government is not looking at its own as enemies. It's looking at the small fishes, the flies, as enemies. And if you are not prosecuting your own, who are doing it with impudence, what moral right or authority do you have to prosecute other people who do it? And we cannot win. Instead, I would rather that we call this a collaboration. We, we, we adopt a collaborative discourse so that all of us are part of the solution. Mm. It is not a we-they situation. And now you have to define whether yourself, whether you are part of the we or part of the day. Mm. Of course, if I am part of the day and I am caught and I know I'm going to be in trouble, I'll have to declare to be a we. And then nothing gets done. There are, so those, there are those who have said there should be a state of emergency declared in these areas. There should be the military using uh, helicopters and whatever it is to, um, as it were, uh, par uh, patrol these places, among other things. What, what does it take to, to come to a point to say this is a crisis? According to the Bloomberg, for example... Uh, Ghana is heading for its smallest cocoa crop in 12 years after droughts, weeded ports, and illegal gold miners damaged plantations. Um, according to people who have knowledge of, of the matter, they say preliminary data 
shows that the world's largest cocoa producer will harvest an estimated uh, 685,000 tons of beans in the season through September, down from a record crop of about 1.5 million tons the previous year. Uh, so what does, what does it take to, 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 to say this is a crisis and it's being dealt with, dealt with as a crisis? Okay. You don't, for me, you don't even need to get there. Hello? Did, did, did we lose Prof? Um, okay, Prof's line has not been that helpful. Hel no. Yeah, it's, it's breaking. It's breaking. Okay, so now let me do this. Let me have you call in. Um, you can call us now. Those of you, not for everybody, those of you sitting in Accra, <laughs> just listening to conversations and calling. No, those of you who are within mining communities and ha have some of you have sent us messages who want to hear your voices. Uh, what exactly is the situation where you are? So you can call us now and uh, share your views on what is going on. Be very brief and straight to the point. Be very brief and straight to the point. Look on the screen for the contact. It's uh, 030-221-1691 or 2-030-221-1691 or 1692. Those are the numbers to call. And uh, let's hear what you want to tell us about what is going on in your area. Um, with the exception of those of you in that border town who have been afraid that you'll be attacked if you spoke because of the complicity of community leaders in all of this. You still must talk because you can't let you know, people damage your, your livelihood and the future of your children, so to speak. Um, hello, Erastus. Hello, Erastus. Erastus has been helping us with a documentary. He also joins us. Hello, Erastus. Erastus, sorry, Donko. Okay, Kweku, uh, you are calling us from Takrade. Uh, where in Takrade is that mining going on? Kweku? Yes, sir. Yes, where exactly in Takrade? Are you calling to complain about mining in your community? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm currently I'm in the Takrade Township. But I've been monitoring, I've been monitoring traveling around the Takwa and the Ravapura area there. So I know what is going on. Yeah, so what do you have to say? Yeah, what I want to say is, uh, uh, first of all, Mr. Samson, uh, I thank you very much and some of your panelists. Because some of you... Uh, we are having hope. You make us have hope to live in this country. Because when you look around, it's like we have no say, we have, we, there's nobody you can spoke to. But some of you, whatever is in our heart, in our heart, in our mind, you people are speaking out for us. So thank you very much. Now come, and now my issue is, uh, I think if you want to arrest anybody or interdict anybody, I think Osafo Mapo must be called to answer certain questions. That will give us hope. He is a senior minister. 
the superintendent of, of our Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Syria and whatever. So Aishawan has, he gave a thing that Aishawan has to be pardoned and then he has resurfaced. And none of the media, you media men has been able to have the courage to call him to answer. The person that is, you allow her to uh, go out of the country. Now he has resurfaced. What do you have to say? Okay. I, I, I want... Okay, Kweku, thank you very much. Uh, Fifi, Fifi um, Etieku, uh, in the Western region. Well, that's uh, one of the places that it happens. Where exactly are you calling from and what do you want to talk about? Okay, please, I'm calling from Sinchim, that's Atiku Sinchim, in the Western district. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Please, I want to talk about this issue of galancy. The issue is so difficult to deal with, to the extent that even your farm, the cocoa farm, my uncle's cocoa farm, we brought to, to these galanceers. They went behind, buy from the other person. Now you can't ask the farm if they came with a price, a price tag of uh, 10,000 cities. Now they know that you cannot access your farm again. So they reduce the price to 5,000 and they will acquire this land which some of the chiefs are involved. The minister himself, I used to school in uh, Tapa, which even around um, what's its name, Longji Hotel, the mines going up there, is it Galamse or it is no scale mining, which we know, you know that they put them, you know where they do the chamfine, right in front of Longji Hotel. They have been chamfine, they buy it, they come to our villages, and our livelihoods are threatened. Mm. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing as a community? And remember that uh, our title, our topic for this morning is mobilizing citizen action to save the future. What are you doing yourselves? Well, I mean, in my little bit, we are trying to come to terms with the danger ahead. Today, we might seem that we have a job to do. Do it differently. But in the near future, our farms are going. How do we secure these farms that, uh, that people are taking from us? Mm. And uh, how we can sustain and also take care of our young ones coming? All right. I think that this will be like evangelism. Mm. People from Accra, well-educated in communication, should come to this place. The way they do, they preach uh, Christianity. Okay, in, 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 okay Fifi, Fifi, you called from Etieku. Uh, Thank you in the Western region. Thank you very much. And Fifi spoke about something that some of the miners themselves have confirmed, that if they try to buy your cocoa farm and you do not agree, they have a way of eventually compelling you to sell it. That's what he's talking about. They will buy from others close by you, and they would, they would uh, dig in such a way that you will have no option than to give up. Uh, Kwame, Kwame Juma, you are calling from Kumasi. Where in Kumasi? Achuma Techiman. Achuma? Techiman. Achuma Techiman. Yes. Is there Galamsi at your area? No, really. I yeah, travel is in town. I travel between Seshu Bekwai to Aguna Menshi. Okay, let's and hear something, you. Something, if you go there, it's like people have been told to hurry up and destroy the forest and take whatever they can take within the shortest possible time. Something is dangerous. 
I don't know what the community can do because these people have guns now. Mm. They have guns now. So what can we do? I I attempted filming, but my driver was like, hey, don't do it. They will attack us. And that's how bad the situation is. I don't know. If government can't do anything, <laughs> Yeah, 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 but, but, yeah, but you know, yes, the, the guns, they may be holding guns, but if you are able to mobilize enough, they, they won't shoot all of you and kill you. You you overcome them. All right. Kwame. Kwame is calling from Biposo um, in the Bosomchi district. Hello, Kwame. Hello, Kwame. Yes, Kwame, go ahead. Let's hear you. As, as, as I'm talking, they are still operating. They are inside. They are still operating. Kwame, who is operating from which site? Peposo is at Bosonche District. Okay. I'm seeing people at sites. And, and you are saying they are operating. Are they people who are operating illegally? Is that what you are saying? Yes, illegally. They are still operating. Not like. They stop. They are still operating. As I'm talking to right now, even see them from where I'm standing. Oh, really? And our chief and our elders in the commission, they are all aware. Anytime they come to the they go to the chief. Our container, they're all aware of it. They know what's going on. And they need anytime they come to the town, they pay some people that contain me. So if if they are being prevented from be, being there, and you find them there, um, you should not uh, throw your your hands in despair. I think you should report to the police or something. As for police, the police me reporting to police is not like they have any result for me. Why not? The police, they used to come every day, collect money, go back, come up and take the picture. The police is over there. Contacts are police station. So anytime they come, they just take money and go. Anyway, okay, the line has not been the best. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, uh, thank you, Kwame, for calling. Kwame called us from uh, Beposo in the Busumchi district. Uh, Philip, ba, you'll be my very last caller. Philip, where are you calling us from? From Kumasi, Philip Bawa. Philip Bawa, where in Kumasi are you calling from? Kwadaso. Ah, there's no mining in Kwadaso. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm a member of the association and I'm talking about what is happening in the community. Which association? Ah, there's no mining in Kwadaso. Which association, Philip? Listen directly. Please don't listen through the television or the radio. Which association are you talking about? Small Scale Manners Association, uh, which uh, Godwin is the general secretary. Yes, so you are represented on the show. What do you want to say again? It, yes, uh, what I want to talk about right now is what is happening in the communities that you are asking us to call. And I'm saying that Yes, the reason is that the community, we have not averted our minds to those who are selling their farmlands 
to the so-called galamsias in the community. Now, why the lands are being also devastated without those people right there being complaining about? We have not averted our minds to that. What is this all about the galamsias? Mine cover the pit for, for, to its former state so that the people can carry on with their cause. After all, they've been compensated for. Some people have neglected their responsibilities of supervising that the writing is being done, hence this issue. I listened to your conversation. The state body mandated to protect these things, being the Minerals Commission, the EPA, is not in the conversation. Even from the president's meeting with the chiefs and people, you understand? The small-scale miners are not actually given the opportunity to do what they're supposed to do on the ground to ensure that the right thing is done. One, don't wash into the river bodies to pollute it. When you mine, you cover the pit. Something, you are a lawyer. What does the law talk about money in this country? When you mine, you recover or reclaim the land. Who is supervising that? Now, there's a video, I can send it to you. There's a gentleman in that, uh, um, uh, my, uh, what do you call it, uh, um, Kumsu. He says that he's been doing cocoa business for the last 20 years. He's not been able to acquire a plot of land. This so-called Galamsea acquired two acres of his cocoa. He's been able to put up a two-bedroom house, and he called it, I have my own premises. Nobody can stop Galamsea. Cocoa is for me. Nobody planted for me. I will cut it, and I'm cutting it. I have plenty of money in my pocket. Look at it from that angle and see where we can find a solution. All right. And I say that Thank you, Philip, we... Philip Bauer. Thank you very much, Philip Bauer. Uh, and on that note, I'll take a quick break and return uh, to speak to my guests uh, during this discussion. We'll be right back. For decades, we have helped businesses connect with their trade partners all over the globe. From Ghana to Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire, Benin, Togo, Senegal, China, Morocco, France, Netherlands, and many other countries. We have made it possible to bring Ghana to the world. We have brought small and medium businesses closer to their customers across the regions in Ghana with our SME support facilities. We have brought relief and smiles to the faces of families with our employee personal loans. With our cutting-edge technology and digital support, we take the burden of complex thinking off you. Making life simple. That is who we are. As close as a partner. Bank of Africa. We are indeed the African bank with the global reach. My name is William Kofienti, the CEO of Ad Pharma Limited. We are an organization that is always seeking innovative solutions to make our operations easy. So when our insurance agent recommended Pukwia Chat to insure from Star Assurance, we did not hesitate to try it. I can tell you the process was seamless and 100% visual with no human intervention. You simply save number 0242426160 and start your chat with Pukwia. Good business means seeing the possibilities and maximizing opportunities. Making sure you have a responsive support system. 
hits your business goals. A partner that gives you a stable platform with reliable connectivity and seamless solutions and better understands the tools required to take you to the next level. With so many moving parts in running a business, we do our best to provide you with some stability. The only kind of stability you can find with MTN Business Broadband, the fastest and most reliable internet provider in Ghana, making sure you stay ahead and stay connected because we understand what makes your business tick. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh or call or WhatsApp 0244-308-111. MTN. Is your vision getting foggy, misty, or cloudy? Are you having difficulty driving at night sometimes? These may all be signs that you are developing cataracts. Most cataracts happen because we are aging. The treatment for cataracts is always through surgery. And now you can have a modern faculty surgery done in Ghana. Do this. Simply visit the St. Thomas Eye Hospital and get a FACO and other laser treatments done. St. Thomas Eye Hospital has a surgical center at Mataheko Flamingo, an outpatient clinic on the Osu Oxford Street in Accra, and a new clinic at the Tema Evergreen Shopping Center. Call us on 024-675-8483 or 054-012-5450 for more. Welcome back. This is Newsfile. It's your most authoritative news analysis platform. And here on Newsfile, we put Ghana first. We're discussing um, the Galamse crisis, mobilizing citizen action to save the future. Uh, we believe that wherever you are, it doesn't matter how small you feel, you can do something. If a chief is the one who is the facilitator, get yourselves together. Chiefs must be accountable. If it is the police who are complicit and who are not, you know, doing their work. Get yourselves together. You are the people. And the Constitution says the ultimate power is in your hands. Don't allow anybody to toy with your future. This show is brought to you by Bank of Africa, strong as a group and close as a partner, MTN, everywhere you go. Star Assurance, your solid partner, Ashesi University, educating ethical and entrepreneur leaders for Africa. Robert and Sons Optical Services, your comprehensive eye care service provider for 31 years. Fenat, Ghana, Think Wood, Think Fenat. And Juroplast, how you get your water matters. Remember where Juroplast goes, water flows. And St. Thomas Eye Hospital, providing excellence in eye care. Haptel, everything you. Miway Insurance, dial star 165 hash on the MTN to join. Now, um, let's uh, arrest us. I would like to get you briefly, but before that, Dr. Nyaho, Nyaho Tamaklo uh, gets to us on the line. Doctor, thank you very much uh, for your time. Uh, let's hear your intervention quickly, sir. Uh, thank you very much. I'm not going to waste your time with uh, argument on this uh, particular to me very important life saving program. Now, where we are breaking this thing, 
I believe it's time a decision is taken. And if the decision is not taken, then this poor nation Ghana will sink. I use the word sink. Because at the moment the country is bleeding profusely, economically, and mainly, I will say if we really want to stop this problem, the state as which we are now is a state that we need what we call a declaration of state of emergency immediately. Immediately. This must be put on military footing. And I can assure you, this will completely end this crisis. Mm. Now, number two, it appears the president at the moment doesn't know exactly where he's going. It's so sad. I say it's so sad because I have backed in my lifestyle in politics. So I don't see why he can't take certain decisions. <laughs> the president that I knew, who could say no, and it's no was it no, now cannot take this decision. We have numerous problems facing it. We have numerous infractions facing this country. He has not been able to take the decision. Mm. That's some of us thought you'd be able to. All right. So these are the two things that I'm talking about. Thank you very a much. Of emergency mm. immediately on this so called. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. Yaho, Yaho Tamaklo. And uh, you are not alone. Uh, there are many who are advising this. Uh, Occupy Ghana. Kwekwe um, Chubwesiaku, uh, who has also been very fiery on this matter, has had to, you know, uh, make these suggestions. Uh, Professor uh, um, Gladys Nyakwansa, uh, who joined us a while ago, actually gave us a list. And she said that, first, declare a state of emergency to ban small-scale mining, which, uh, <laughs> you know, the minister told us about three or four weeks ago that that's, that's not in contemplation anymore because small-scale mining brings us 40% um, of the gold process that we need in this country. And we are in a dire situation now. We need foreign currency. So uh, that's not something we should contemplate. People have also asked the question, even at the time that small-scale mining was suspended or, or banned, we saw what the World Report came to say. We were, we were exporting. <laughs> oh, what a country. Three, uh, Prof says, change the dis discourse from war to collaboration. Four, take politics out of it. Um, five, Embark on national civic education using music, songs, theater. Do it in the following spaces. Schools, from nursery, religious gatherings, traditional functions. NCCE must have a role. Let the law work. Prosecute offenders. And finally, provide alternative livelihood interventions. Now, let me return to the studio. Uh, Martin, and actually... There are people who are telling me that I've been unfair to you because I truncated you. Uh, let me go to Erasmus quickly because he has been on the field and has helped us in our revival of this subject that has got the president and his ministers, you know, running crisscrossing the country to see what can be done. Yes, Erastos, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Samson. 
Yes. So, uh, briefly, uh, when you hear the commentary, particularly from the minister, deputy minister, um, how does it sit with you, having been on the ground and seen what is going on? Well, I, I, I wonder whether the minister intentionally um, has left his own hometown where he's a chief and where in the Pataho, Trabum, and Dumpim, Pepesa Forest are being degraded as we speak. In fact, that is the focus of the part two of the documentary, Destruction for Gold. And you see the destruction caused to rivers like me and others within the Pataho Forest in Dumpim. Mm. Why would he go on crusades elsewhere, where in his own town, the rivers and streams have been uh, destroyed beyond recognition? I must also say that uh, I heard him talk about the cessation of mining within the Tanon Imre Forest. I will tell you that it's going on as we speak. I have videos to support that. We have scouts in the area who are sending up to date every minute uh, updates to us. I can show him videos of Akunta mining equipment within the forest as we speak. So he has not left. He has carted some of the excavators out. He's still there. Some of the equipment are still there. Uh, the barrier that was uh, erected per the minister's instructions has been broken by the mining company. They entered the forest three days ago again. I'm saying that we have and we're going around it like that, searching for it as if we are all blind. Mm. And we do not know where the solution is. Thank you. And they know all the people within the uh, mining enclave. Okay. Thank you very much, Erastos. And uh, God bless you for uh, your courage and boldness moving in there despite all the threats that have come um, your way. And uh, when reports have been made to the places that are supposed to give us protection, the response is so, is so lame and, and delayed that sometimes you wonder it is worth it sacrificing your life for this. But look, this is our only country, the only place that God <laughs> uh, will find ourselves in. Yes, uh, Martin. Okay. Yeah. So now where do we even lost my thoughts, right? <laughs> So I'm interested in where Erasmus is left off. Right. We'll go back to the other one. Now right. that he says, as we're talking, this thing is ongoing. Please, mm. Sam, I think that should be the focus. So he's actually confirming what somebody had told me earlier, mm -hmm. who says he's speaking from the community. Right. And that they, as a community, have managed to also get a drone for themselves. And they have been running the drone mm -hmm. for themselves to be sure that People are not doing the wrong thing. Please, today. will Erastos go to the nearest police station after we leave? Okay, I want to call him, but he should immediately go to the nearest police station, lodge an official complaint, because so far maybe IG is here to hear. So, but as a citizen, you know that's the way our criminal justice system works. Somebody just has to go and lodge a complaint. I'm here to complain against Akunta mining for illegal. But you mining. just mentioned that the the first week we did this program. Yes. Nobody made a complaint. They went and arrested the chief and uh, his accomplice. Yes. We are talking about uh, a gentleman who has mis, uh, 
handled uh, a toddler, mm -hmm. so to yes. speak. Yes, the and police went. There's no complaint, yes. as far yes. as we know, the but the police have moved in. Uh -huh. The prophecies you mentioned, yes. the police went to uh -huh. do its work. Okay, then please, IG, we are on bended knees. IG, please do us a favor. Posterity will judge you right. Move in and then hold this accountant mining thing. If not, the talk will become too much. Please, IGP, Dr. Ekufu Dampari, Ghanaians are begging you with all the humility we can master that please haul in Akunta mining because this is so shameful. We can't just throw our laws to the dogs. It can't continue like that. If not, so for me, look, with this, if Akunta mining is not halted today, all this talk we are talking is just, it's useless. Like you have called it. What, what, what are you thinking? Class. What are you thinking? First of all, that... They didn't have a right to enter a forest reserve. They entered. Yes. So that, that can be yes. a charge. Yes. Yes, that's it. Because under the Minerals and Mining Law, okay, uh, at 703, if you go mining, and then as I mine, amended by the 995, if you go and do any illegal mining, it's a crime. Straight. Section 99. Okay? 99, as amended by the 995. Mm. It's... A crime. And look, the offenses, the, the punishment is that stiff. Eh? Under yeah. the current law, the minimum for all the categories is a minimum of 15 years imprisonment. Right. And then a maximum of 25. The president said at a point they didn't trust the judges to Excellent. do a good job. So they had to amend the law and take the power away from the judges yeah. to determine what sanctions will be there. That's why this law is now here. That is it. And yet, how much are we using? Remember, as you mentioned, the one, the, this renewed fight, we did that program on 10th of September. The president didn't ask. So you see why I always say kukwasa, kukwasa. So people kept making noise. People, 2017, that was the same thing that happened. Citizens had to make noise, helpless cries before he reacted. It can't continue. So we will need that action is taken against Akunta mining. When it comes to the other, uh, uh, what do you call it, solutions, yes, it's true. You see the professor has laid them out. Mm. We want sustainable mining. You hear the experts, they will tell you sustainable mining. So you do things that will reduce wastage, the tailings, remining, use more environmentally friendly machines and all that. Yes, sustainable mining is the way to go. But right now, we must first halt take control of the situation before we talk about so sustainable mining is more like about uh, medium to long term right now we are in crisis so we need to stop the crisis the president should regroup his people they should re-select uh, the uh, police and the military those who will go because you've had countless number of uh, callers saying that the police also aid them so when the police are going some of the operations then somebody takes off the people no so we should watch who and who are we selecting for the operations, the military. Mm. We should take those that, even society, we all live in this society, we know those who want to fight from their hearts and those who want to fight for their stomachs. You see, so do proper selection and stop this adverse selection, people who go and cover up. And that, look, I think, Sam, the other thing is that can we identify the military commander, the one who told Erastos that he should stop filming Otherwise, he, the commander, when his gang goes off, Erastos will die mm. and nothing will happen. Uh, does Erastos know his name? <laughs> yes, let's uh, call him out mm. so that the military high command will take action against him. That's, it's reckless. How mm. can we pay you the taxpayers' money and then you go threaten a journalist? We must lodge a complaint against him. That thing, that thing about not filming and not taking pictures, I think the security agencies, they have come to a realization that 
that's a lawless conduct. They don't have a right to say, don't film in a public place and situations. So even the police, they have now been given training and told mm -hmm. that what they do, the journalists have a right to film and to take pictures. They don't have a right to say, I seize your uh, phone, and then they begin to destroy it and so on and so forth. Excellent. Okay, yes. Um, there's been some work that you have done as a ministry, as a government. I mean, nobody can take that away from the government, that some work has been done. Where are we with that operation? And why is it that we are in where we, we are where we are despite what you yes. apparently have done? Something quickly. Uh, let me just uh, add that, indeed, the deputy minister responsible for forestry was there, brought a report that they had left. And once Erastos indicated that they came back last three days, we'll follow up and make sure the right things are done. Great. But for the meantime, the deputy minister responsible for forestry sent me a message mm. that yesterday the chairman... That's Mr. Usubio. Yes, please. Okay. Yesterday the chairman and the board of the forestry commission were there in the Tano Numiri forest. So currently, the place is under constant surveillance. We shall storm there again, and we have taxed the security forces to take over the place. So that's it. They were there yesterday, yes. and they are going to storm the place again. Yes. And they have taxed the security forces to make Absolutely. sure that. Absolutely. Okay. And he also went ahead to say that uh, Dompib mm -hmm. Forest, mm -hmm. where I'm the chief, mm -hmm. that's what he, I used to be the chief. You used to be the chief. You abdicated, yes. right? Okay. To contest as a member mm -hmm. of parliament. You know, Takwa and its environs obviously uh, produce about 60% of the total gold threshold we produce in this country. So if you're talking of production of gold, uh, Dompim is the heart of, I mean, these hula balu, where, my, where I hear from. And complaining illegalities, you cannot leave out a mining community like Dompim. Just last week, the municipal chief executive and the regional minister mobilized the security agents, arrested a lot of people from that enclave. So obviously, uh, we head on. Um, as you mentioned, we've put down a gamut of measures to tackle this, mm. like tracking. But those arrests, that's the concern. The, those are not the people who own the companies who are doing the job. Mm. So why don't you look for the real people rather than those that they've sent to you know, wash gold. So I, I think they, are, they serve as the source of information. If somebody is arrested, obviously we expect you to, I mean, own the person who is behind you up and get the person also prosecuted. So you, you cannot get the raw material or the raw, raw source or get the person behind arrested without getting to the source. You have to get to the concession, get those who are mining there, arrested, then mostly they lead us to get the perpetrators themselves arrested. So it's important we get them also arrested. It's important we also, you know, move the veil to get those who are behind this, you know, operations arrested. Mm -hmm. And I am happy that you're calling on citizens to get on and get this business addressed. Mm -hmm. And uh, like... I, I've indicated I'm, I'm not happy as a Ghanaian seeing this. Just recently when they did the role of the turbidity level that we have, very bad. Yeah, you spoke about that. Yes, very bad. And uh, I'm much concerned. And that is why 
uh, the last time I met the media, I told them we've put in some drastic measures. We believe by March we should get most of our river bodies cleaned. And we're working tirelessly. So I don't sleep myself. I'm always on the field working with a team, making sure that we work to seize this. It's an eyesore as a country. I feel bad seeing some of these pictures. So uh, I'm even me we are meeting the Small Scale Miners Association on Tuesday as to how we can put some of these measures, like those mining around, you take your enclave, if a thing passes through, we'll put it in your hand. Mm -hmm. If you don't tackle them, we'll stop all of you, especially even those who are having licenses. Because you have to see to it that people don't come around to mine illegally. So, I mean, we, we're doing our bit, and I'm happy you're also going through this angle to support. I, I, I tell people that Mining is not done, you know, in a room. Mm -hmm. It's done openly. Mm -hmm. If I do something, or you know my concession, be on it. I say, this is the concession. This is for the deputy minister. I mean, get him arrested. I mean, but you can't speculate, obviously. I mean, you know politicians and how we do our politics in Ghana. They just throw mad at you just with the intent of destroying you. But practically... Let's really hit the nail right on the head. Mm. Where is it coming from? Why are we doing this? If a queen mother could stand up and say, no, I don't want this to happen, and succeeded, why can't others also emulate the same? And that is why we need to continuously engage ourselves and see how best we can tackle this kanker together. Great. Um, uh, Dr. Professor Kwesienin, um, what will be your final words? We, we, we're waking up to the news also that in the Amansia South, an assistant headmaster you know, uh, went to survey his own uh, Galamse uh, site. Unfortunately, he fell into the pit and died. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. we are being told about those behind it are not the people who are being arrested. Oh, far from it. I mean, and I want to appreciate the minister's humble submission. This is a nation in crisis with this institution incapable infiltrated, colluding, and incapable of delivering on their mandate. I don't think we should, you know, fluff around. We are staring at failure in the face, and this is much more than just declaring an emergency. Emergencies can be de declared without that emergency posing an existential threat. Here we are looking at a full generation being lost because they are not going to school, they are doing galaxy. We are looking at our water bodies being destroyed to such an extent that it poses a threat to our, to our economic security, to our environmental security. Until we declare this an existential threat and we strip apart those Ghanaians who could and connive with people to make this happen. Look, the Aishawang case will go through the system. No Ghanaian will be you know, implicated for supporting her, for facilitating her entry, for giving her a Ghana card. We've got to move away from the talk show. Because as people have said today, guns are playing a critical role. It's only a, a, a matter of time. Mm. For those who do this business, have enough money, enough guns to turn on this, the state. Because 
the state's its own security apparatus. It's failing the state. <clears throat> if you are honest and therefore you will not be sent to do anti-galamsey or operations. It shows that the rot comes from the center of our protective mechanisms. Let's do what is right. Clear this an existential threat that gives everybody involved the extraordinary powers to be able to resist and to bring this to closure. Uh, Prof, they, they, there are people who say the president must take interest in making an example of specific individuals who are within his party and his government. Um, I don't know what you think about that. That that can send you know a lot down there to impact the the fight uh, positively. Uh, for example, these days. Um, is it Charles Bissu? He's been heard many times talking about the fact that he was cleared by uh, the police CID. But we know that the real investigation was at the uh, OSP. OSP. And when the police set up a parallel investigation, uh, Anas and his team decided not to cooperate with the police. So the police did their whitewashing thing and said whatever they had to say. But the fact remains that the investigation by the OSP is the real one, where Anas and his team submitted all the documents. Initially, he had claimed that the monies that he took as bribes to allow those people to, you know, breach the rules and mine were actually party donations sent by Chairman Wun to me. Uh, now he's telling all the sort of different stories and seeking uh, political office. What do you think the president can do about that? Uh, president won't do anything because he's looking for facts. And with all the facts that are available, I mean, we would need to fabricate facts that will also become criminal and therefore no action is going to take place. I mean, the sheer audacity of Charles Bissell to now begin to talk back at the people of this country. Is he the party treasurer to be receiving money? Okay, but we're also seeing that, that the OSP has done work the police did something, you know, shoddy. So Charles has been able to get in between those institutions. We have seen how the Attorney General's office claims that Aisha uh, Wang got missing. The police prosecutors are saying something. The immigration boss has brought a boarding pass. When you have an, a state whose institutions have been infiltrated to such an extent that they don't speak with one voice in protecting and expanding the interest of that state. That state is called a beleaguered or a state under siege. Mm. It only happens when it has become a deep state where people who don't have the authority, the right, have captured that state. That is where. Okay, it thank you. Uh, Dr. Ken Asigbe, if you are still with us, um, what will be, can you say, in some 30 seconds or one minute, um, I didn't used to see this, this, this discussion the way I used to uh, until um, Kokubaku and Anas, Army Anas, gave me the rare, you know, advantage when I saw footages that they had done, work they had done, where the forest, forest reserve was being pillaged, a forest reserve. There was so much illegal gold mining going on there, 
and it was party uh, officers that were fighting. So once power changes, you see the new group go there and say, NDC people, get out of the place. Dr. Ashikwe? Okay, um, doc, Dr. Afum, what will be your final words? Yes, thank you very much, um, Samson. And I also want to um, acknowledge the last humble words from the Deputy Minister. You, you, you could <laughs> see how um, emotional he was drawn into in the last statement. And I also want to highlight that we all acknowledge some of the contributions that the government is doing, just that we think it's not enough and it can do better. We know how much they've spent in fighting the Galamse during this time. Yes, because of the exponential growth in the Galamse business mm. during its time as well. All right. So, um, but I want to highlight some 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 solutions. Uh, yeah. Um, one, we see that the Galamse itself is a wicked problem, mm -hmm. right? Which transcends all various stakeholders, and therefore, as Professor Gladys um, said. It needs some collaborative efforts. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, we'll find another time. We'll continue this discussion. Uh, very definitely, we will not end it here. But time has run out on us. And as always, my outfit is by Habil's Couture. Um, you can find them at um, Adringano Gate, East Legon. You can call the number 0200. 841988 0200 841988 and talk to Habil's scooter and they will help you get a nice dress like this um a nice outfit like what I have now my guests have been George Mirekuduka MP Takwa Nsoyem and Deputy Minister Lands and Natural Resources Professor Kwesi Enin Dr uh, Professor Kwesienin, Dr. Bright, Opong Amfu, uh, Professor Gladys. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.